listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Visualizing the realism of life and actuality. Fuck who's the baddest. A person's status depends on salary. And my mentality is money orientated. I'm destined to live the dreams for all my peeps who never made it. Cause yeah, we were beginners in the hood as five percenters, but something must have got in us cause all of us turned to sinners. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. Your host Rod and Karen. And we're in the house for a live Saturday morning feedback show. Yes, um, I'm out of breath hearing you talk that fast. Well, you know, sometimes you gotta, you know, you gotta get it right, man. Every once in a while, get it right, um, get it tight, get it right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's what I was doing. I was getting it right and getting it tight. Yes. Um, and uh, hey, what, what's going on with my vocal, real quick? Something's acting a fool here. All right, cool. Okay. I think I got that fixed. Yes. Um. Yeah. How how would we host an event and not end the event? <laughs> I have no idea. The fuck was that vocal? <laughs> I just kicked us out of our own shit. Anyway, um, yeah, this is the Blackout Test Podcast, a comedy podcast hosted three times a week by me and my wife. Yep, yep. Um, and the motto here is nothing's wrong if it's what, Karen? Funny. That's right. So we do funny shit. We talk about funny topics. We invite a myriad of guests on. But today is a special day because the guest is you. 
Yes, it is. This the show fan. is is sponsored and supported all by y'all. Yeah, if it wasn't for you guys, it wouldn't be possible, man. This is for all the people who donate, yes. uh, whether it's their time, whether it's retweeting, That's whether it's right. people who do actually financially help the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, all you people, man. Um, so if you guys want to email us at theblackouttips at gmail dot com, if you want to call us seven zero four five five seven zero one eight six. Leave us voicemails throughout the week or talk to us live today. This show is for those people. Um, we appreciate it. You guys, you know, uh, I listen to other shows. I don't really see the fans getting the voice that they deserve uh, because what's the point of doing the show if your fans aren't there? True. So uh, we decided, like, yo, we're going to have it, yo. We're going to have it. We're going to be the show that does that. We sure are. Um, so there's a bunch of ways you can get on the show today. Let's start by talking about... You go to blackguytips.com. While you're there, you can do stuff like watch us live on vocal. You can uh, also donate to the show. You can uh, subscribe to the podcast, so uh, to the website. So every time we update the website, you get an email that tells you, like, hey, Rod and Karen moved the show to 1030 today. Mm-hmm. You know, you would have known that already. Um, you can also do stuff like uh, like our Facebook page. You can leave comments on each post that we make so when we post a new episode you just go there boom leave a comment you know say something nice about the show or say something about a topic that we touched on that you would like to have your voice heard about Mm -hmm. very easy stuff make sure you guys are doing all that um you can also uh vote in the polls we have a poll after each episode and people go in there they vote and they leave comments yes they uh, do a lot of times they uh explain why they picked what they picked my polls are very scientific. I take them very seriously. <laughs> so those results are, you know, the official results of the Blackout Tips. Um, you can also go on iTunes, leave us a five-star review. We promise we'll read it on the air. We will. But don't skip over what I said. You have to leave us a what, Karen? Five stars only, y'all. Five-star review, or else we don't read it. You we mean? don't read it. Now, the catch is, you leave us a five-star review, you can tell us whatever you want to tell us. You can yep. tell us, go fuck ourselves. We will, sure. we read, will read Yes, we will. So it's uh, always uh, it's, it's a drawback to us, too, but... Uh, we do promise to read those on the air. Yes, you know? we do. We haven't of, broke that promise yet. A lot of shows say they will do that, and then two days later, they're not doing that shit no more. I will. We do it. You leave the reviews. We encourage you to leave reviews. Yes, um, we do. You can also go and find us on Stitcher Radio and Podomatic. Uh, on Stitcher, make sure you favorite us and hit the thumbs up button. Keep us hot. Yes, we stand on that damn hot list, ain't we? Yeah, one of the hottest podcasts on Stitcher Radio. Yes, we are sizzling. Yeah, well, with the likes of Adam Sandler and, I mean, uh, Adam Carolla. I would never listen to an Adam Sandler podcast. Be, that'd be terrible. But uh, Adam Carolla and all these other people that are actually, you know, famous and shit. Yes, so, so we thank you guys. Yeah, and we're on Podomatic, but, you know, don't go there. All right. <laughs> um, let's uh, let's also uh, tell everybody the official weapon of the show is... The Taser. And the unofficial sport? Is Buddha Bow. And you can also find us on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I and say that again that is in d-a-t and the show twitter is at t-b-g-w-t and uh we also have google plus page facebook page you know just search the blackout tips on these websites guys we'll come up we're on tumblr we will we're everywhere yes we are we are everywhere except myspace because no one goes there anymore i know they don't um all right so let's thank the people who actually donated to the show today and let's do it son um first of all to donate to the show, you can just go to theblackouttips.com. Look on the right-hand side. There's a donate button. You can mm-hmm. do a one-time donation, recurring donations, however you would like to do it. We appreciate it. 
We do. And it doesn't matter the amount. Nope. None of that. We don't even shout out the amount. We don't care. We're not going to, you know, I'm, I'm, I know some people donate more than others and stuff, but it's not about that. It's just the fact that you're supporting voices on the Internet yes. that you would like to continue hearing. Hey, we like NPR. There's no amount too large or too small. Yeah. And if you could go see Think Like a Man, the least you could do is break us off some of that. I pop, know it's sold. Some I'm of the change. popcorn money. Yeah. Break out some change from you know, that popcorn. You know you spend $8 on the Reese's Pieces cups. Yeah. To go support that man anyway (laughs) 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 um cory he uh donated to the show man recurring donation uh cory a i'll say um yo man we will see you next week thank you very much for your donation definitely keeps the show going um you know whenever we uh aren't sponsored or whatever we lose a sponsor or something like that it's always good to know that people still have our backs um yes and it, it keeps, is keeps us paying for bandwidth and podomatic and all, all that, that stuff. good good stuff uh mr span the homie from the span report yes he's been free for a hot minute stay free my friend yeah stay free <laughs> <No>. <laughs> my man canuck duke spreading the wealth courtesy of the government of canada from uh, out of Windsor, Ontario, Canuck Duke drops a donation, man. Thank, Thank you very you. much. Thank you. Take your Canadian dollars. Yeah. Uh, and uh, our girl, uh, Liz, um, who uh, I think she's E Miss Holiday P on Twitter. Cool. She left us a donation. Um, at least I think that's what she goes by. I could never. Does she go by Lizzie Cakes now? What does she go by? That's that's how I know. It. <laughs> anyway, I say she changed the name. She still yeah, Liz Holiday P to me. You know, one of them Lizzies, man. There's like twelve Elizabeths that I follow on Twitter. It's Liz Locker Room. Um, but, it sure uh, is. Yeah, it's a bunch of them. She was talking to me last night, man, and uh, she was talking about uh, Trill uh, Mazeroski. Uh huh. He, he he he. I was because I you know I was trying to stop people last night. From going to think like a man. <laughs> you know, I was just watching my timeline. It was lighting up, wasn't it? I was, yeah, I was searching think like a man on my timeline. The people were just coming up, and it was like, you know, I'm, I'm gonna go, uh, I'm gonna go see think, think like a man. I was like, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> hold the line. Uh, we li- don't have to shit on black people in black love. We can do it, y'all. Uh, and the line was long as shit. We seen it with our own eyes. I was like, "Miss, can't we just miss this cultural moment? I, I don't mind being out of the loop at the cookout. Uh, say that again. I don't need to know what the fuck no. Steve Harvey and Kevin Hart are up to. But no, a lot of people had to go see a movie about tricking black men into being upstanding, faithful people. Because uh, there's drink, no other way, Karen. Uh, I drink my sweet tea and play cards with the drunk uncle at the cookout. I'm good. Uh, but yeah, man, it was, it was, uh, E Miss Holiday P and she goes by Lizzie Cakes is her name, but, uh, yeah, she, uh, donated to the show. Thank you very much. Thank you, baby. We appreciate it. Uh, we do. And Karen turned to her old black grandma on there. <laughs> Thank you, baby. Here's, go and get you one, go and get you one of the sugar cookies. I know, right? With some lemonade. Um, but yeah, thank you very much uh, for the donation. Karen, what do you want to do first? We got Let, iTunes reviews. Let's got, do that next, please. Do iTunes reviews first? Mm-hmm. All right, cool. In order to uh, leave us an iTunes review, it's very simple. If you have an iTunes account, even if you don't, go create one. It takes five seconds. Yep. Jesus. Uh, you just uh, either download iTunes or go to iTunes.com, log in, search for the Blackout Tips. Our podcast will come up. Yes, and you it just will. click rate it. 
you know, click then you rate it and then you leave a little review, man. And uh, it don't have to be long. It's an easy way to get on the show. It doesn't matter what you say. Uh, nope. But uh, we we enjoy the reviews and it tells people who are searching randomly on iTunes for podcasts. Hey, these guys got 241 five star ratings and, <laughs> you know, almost 200 reviews. Uh, you know, let's let me check this show out. And uh, you guys definitely pique people's interest, man. Yes, you um, do. The first review is from Based Rudy. The title is Water Pistol Pete LOL five stars. <laughs> of course, he's referring to the nickname that Jalen Rose gave Skip Bayless mm-hmm. when he roasted his ass on first and 10 or first take yes, or whatever the fuck they call it. When it first. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, it's, it's, he says, great show, y'all. Always keep me laughing. Been telling everyone about the podcast. Thanks, Rob, for the recommendation for the movie The Raid. Great action scenes. Also, check out Shorty Mac. He is funnier than Wesley Pipes. He's a little slow upstairs, but freaking hilarious. The 50 Tyson of porn. Oh. Okay. Um. Here's the thing. I, I'm not watching my porn to laugh, so that's part of the problem. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not going to have my dick in my hand like, oh, now let's start the laughter. Yes. You know, and also I'm not really into, you know, guys who I think might have mental handicaps having sex like that's not really my hi that's not hot the streets. Yeah, that's not really my thing i don't want to i ju- mean i mean you know you're a point of suing all yeah well i'm a i'm a um i'm a i'm an actual like you know adult now so like certain things distract me from the scene because i have adult problems you know <laughs> yeah so, background like, shit yeah yeah so like i'll see something and be like they didn't even cut that grass you know <laughs> So, <laughs> yes. so I don't need a dude who might legitimately have some type of issues with upstairs doing porn because then I'm just like, well, well can't they get this man some help? Is this some sort of abuse? <laughs> um, Is this social worker in the background? Mm-hmm. Um, best show on earth, five stars. Wow. By a way, by a one, AKA low key one, one, two, two, eight, five. Thank you. I've been listening for something now. Maybe meant sometime. I've been listening for some time now. The podcast host Rod and Karen will keep you coming back for more. Once you listen, you will have to download all the shows. I know I have, and now I just can't get enough. Wow. You download 300 shows? Shit, Thank dog. Thank you. That's what's up. Uh, hi, Larius from JCrack003. This is the funniest podcast around, bar none. Thank you. Oh, thank you, guys. So much five-star love this week. We yes. appreciate every one of y'all. That's always awesome, man, to know that, you know, people don't mind taking a few minutes to yep. uh, rate and, the show. Yep, and also, just to uh, let you guys know again, if you are from another country, especially Canada, and from all these other places, please let us know because we only get the American ones. We have to go specifically to your country to read the five stars reviews outside of the United States. Yep, yep. Um, all right, so what do you want to do next, Karen? Let's do voicemails. All right, we got some voicemails to play, guys. I hope you guys are ready. Here we go. Hey, yo, uh, Black Eye Lutis, what's going on, Ron? Karen, it's your boy, Classic. Uh, just calling in. I actually had to step out, walk the dog, uh, so I don't even know if the show is over yet, but I believe this voicemail. Play it next week. Whatever. Uh, in any case, just wanted to say, uh, great show, as always, with the feedback show. Uh, officially one week behind, so playing catch-up still, but that, whatever. Uh, and uh, I, I liked uh, that you had on uh, you know, the uh, lady from Howard Law uh, to talk about uh, the uh, Amazon Suspicious uh, Project with the hoodies. Chris Lambert, who's always funny. Uh, you know. We- oh, shit. What was that? 
Oh, my what bad, man. I accidentally hit the call button. I called chill. <laughs> she gonna call us back. Let me start that over. I'm sorry about that, Classic. <laughs> we back. Yo, uh, Black Eye Lieutenant, what's going oh, on, Rob? Karen, this is Classic. Uh, just calling in. I actually had to step out, walk the dog, uh, so I don't even know if the show is over yet, but I believe this voice now. Play it next week. Whatever. Uh, in any case, just wanted to say, uh, great show, as always, with the feedback show. Uh, officially one week behind, so playing catch up still, but that, whatever. Uh, and, uh, I, I liked, uh, that you had on, uh, you know, the, uh, lady from Howard Law, uh, to talk about, uh, the, uh, Am I Suspicious, uh, project with the hoodies. Chris Lambert, who's always funny. Uh, you know, the, the crispy chicken thing was hilarious, as always. Uh, this, my thing on first take and get bailiffs and cold pizza, whatever it used to be called, is it's a doggy pony show. Uh, I don't want to be that dude, but I'm going to do it. I don't even know why y'all watch that shit. I mean, it's not it's not sports. I, it, I'm, I'm sure there's some analysis on there, but what it's devolved de- into, if I could call it that, because I don't even think it's devolved, is, hey, come on and debate with Skip Bayless. Who going, who going to debate with Skip Bayless next? You know, and, I mean, I don't want to sound like I'm, like, you know, above that, because, hey, I watch pro wrestling. And to me, it's kind of like pro wrestling. Skip Bayless is like the big heel, like Ric Flair. And every week, somebody has to come and take him down. Or he's like Simon Cowell, uh, American Idol. Uh, I mean, you know, I kind of see it for what it is. So, you know, I don't take it too seriously. It's just, you know, everyone's kind of running to, to a fight because, uh, you know, that's what they see. In any case, uh, I don't know. I guess this will show up next week. Talk to you soon. Love the show. Keep it going. Peace. All right. Thank um, you. All right. Well, thank you for calling Classic. We appreciate that. Um, I guess as far as Skip Bayless and and uh, First Take or Cold Piece or whatever they're calling it, I don't watch that shit. And me either. Like, it only hit my radar because so many yeah, people was, were was like, talking yo, about it. They, they said that. And um, f- personally, I'm, I, just, I, I just know, not from keeping up with it, but just I saw it a few times and was like, okay, this is what it is. They, they go on TV, they say inflammatory things about sports. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that are basically addicted to sports talk. And so they need to hear um, this kind of controversial shit. Is the only thing that keeps their meter going. You know, it's like by the, it's like when you watch Japanese tentacle porn. Like at some point, ah! it's it no. gonna go go a bit too far. Well, at some point, it, yeah, and then it might be the only thing that gets you off from that point on. You know, so now don't that, cross that, the line. I think that's what sports fans do. They oversaturate themselves with sports talk. And it ends up becoming like too much of their life. Mm-hmm. So they end up watching things even though they're going to get mad. Yep. And they watch things to get mad. So it's I like, don't, yeah. let me turn on Skip Bayless and get mad. And, you know, and there's a lot of anger that drives sports talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't watch that shit. I also mm-hmm. don't listen to uh, local sports, sports radio. Uh, radio most of the time. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I might listen to sports radio about five to ten minutes a day. Um the only time I was really listening to a lot of sports radio was when Bomani Jones had a show. Yep. And uh, I, 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 a lot of that was because I felt like he had a similar approach to uh, sports talk and sport and thinking about sports as I do, which is yes. it should be fun. It should actually be kind of personal about, you know, the listeners and the person talking mm-hmm. and less so about that. I'm mad because this dude's making yes. money. I'm mad because, you know. 
Um, and there's just a lot of people just calling in like, I want to be angry. I want to hear Skip Bayless be angry. I want to hear Stephen A. Smith be angry. And they have just, a heart attack. No, thank you. Yeah, and they just channel that anger on TV. Ooh, yes, they do. And they act for they act as a stand-in for the common man. And I'm just not a sucker like that that really needs that no, kind of shit. No, and the common man that they're promoting ain't me. But at the same time, I think what happened last week was worthy of talking about. Yes, it was. And I felt like it was different and it was, it was a landmark moment because it was finally athletes coming face to face with him and calling him out on his shit. Because I've always thought for a long time, what's going to happen when the generation of athletes that have grown up in the uh, over scrutinization and the uh, sports hate media culture, what's going to happen when they get a say so? Because People weren't thinking that far in advance, but I was thinking nope. that. Like, what's going to happen when these guys retire and, they go, and they're face-to-face with people who are, like, calling him, you know, like, hey, you were calling me Prince James. Let's talk about that. Yeah. You know, okay, you you know, because it's one thing for Shaq to call Eric Dampier, Erica Dampier, or call Chris, uh, call Chris Bosh RuPaul, the RuPaul of big men. It's, it's one thing for Shaq to say that. True. Because Shaq's going to see that dude face-to-face and ain't shit going to happen. Nope. But it was different to to see somebody, you know, straight up be like, man, that's what you're going to do now. So I, I think that's that's a huge difference. And uh, it was worth covering. And if and if you heard the last couple shows, it's not like I'm dwelling on it. I've moved on. I'm not really trying to keep it going because I think it's got to a point where it's gotten kind of uh, puerile, where people are starting to be like, you know, juvenile about it. They're starting to be. Uh, immature and it's getting to well look at your hairline and look at your suit and yeah stuff that's all that's all over the fucking yeah place. like i don't i also am not interested in them playing the dozens they had an opportunity to talk about something serious and to talk about uh how you know how they could grow from this point and, and it to discuss to their motivation attacks and all it, this stuff right well and, yeah. yeah well i, I was gonna say well jayla rose there wasn't very personal but then no no the that, dude no, about that, the hairline shit like um, now it's personal. No, I, I mean, I mean no, I mean not personal text. It turns into we need to talk about integrity. Yeah, you yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. It's like okay, before I could say what I want to, and integrity was all good. But now, since you talk about me, whoa, 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 now we got yeah. to talk about integrity. Yeah. So I, you know, I think either at this point you either see it for what it is, or you you choose to be in denial. But I, I know, you know so. I can't save anybody. Here we go. Nope. Hey, black guy who tips next and riding Karen. This is your boy, Daz. What up, Daz? I meant to leave a uh, voicemail early in the morning, at 14. I get up at 6 a.m. And uh, as soon as I hit Turn the house. Turn up a little bit, baby. Can you? I, hit a, I played he a little bit of the rim and then passed out. Hey, Karen, I have forgot about you. I got, I still get friends coming up to me talking about the reckoning. And, I, yeah, I got to get to it. Let me just try that out. That's the game. Now, I want to tell you this, um... I was a big fan of the Dark Hater, the Hater Rocky show. I was sitting there looking at the YouTube channel uh, in 2009, back when Dark Hater used to wear the Darth Vader helmet and that black bandana around there. Yeah. Yes. That was my shit. So when he finally moved over to podcast, I was like, I don't know about this. And he had you guys on a Valentine's Day um, episode with also Jerry and his wife. Shout out to Greater Safety and Dark Hater. Mm-hmm. Much love for you guys. So when they finally hit a flop or they stopped making podcasts for a while, I needed my podcast fix and uh so I listened to you guys. No, I wasn't that big into it at first. And later on it growed on me and I kinda it kinda dawned on me that I gravitate towards uh, I guess uh, 
Ron, the black guy who sits podcasts and Darth Vader, because you guys' personalities remind me of ex-roommates of mine, <laughs> that we get along a whole lot better now that we're not living in the same space. <laughs> yes. We get each throats. But, you know, there's nothing wrong with being, you know, intelligent, educated, uh, opinionated, passionate about your views. Uh, we had great times, too, but, you know, it, it, it's a whole lot better now that we've grown and we to see each other and please. Um... That second episode, man, I got to tell y'all, I love that shit. Uh, I, I can't believe you didn't play Drake's uh, Marvin's Room, because that's some sickness shit <laughs> for real. Now, I don't get into one of my sickness stories, uh, but I'll just say this. I had to grow up from learning that, yeah, you can get this fine-ass shit, and then after you get this shit, I, I, I can't believe I can't. I got so hurt in... How can she be so shallow? And we grow up and realize, no, it is you shallow because you put looks, beauty, and booty over uh, personality and quality of character of a person. Mm. Yep. And, yeah, you just, Stephen is basically immature. You have to mature from um, putting superficial shit first. Because that's not love. This when you seven. It's not love. It's just putting yourself last and... It's low self-esteem and lack of confidence. That's all that shit is. Yep. Well, I just wanted to show love to y'all, and please keep it up. I need my my weekly dosage of ratchet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, thank please. you very much for uh, calling in, uh, Daz. Thank you. Uh, I think that might be Daz's first time calling us. It is. Thank you, um, sweetheart. Let's see. You touched on a bunch of stuff, but uh, yeah, yeah. I, you know what, man? It's always a compliment, and I know, um, you know, some people look at it, they get sensitive, they take it as a backhand compliment, mm-hmm. but I don't. I take it as an actual compliment yes. when someone says, I listened to your show, and I didn't like it, and I listened, you know, and I, something about it, I came back to it, whatever, and now I love it. Because to me, that's like a testament to hard work, is a testament to staying consistent, yes, and a testament to the product, man. Yes, I, yeah, I have, I've had shows like that before, where that first few times, I'm like, eh, it's alright, it's okay, and then I, as you continue to start listening to it, you know, you be like, you know what? I, I'm feeling this. Yeah. So we just thank you for just even giving us a try. Yeah, so we appreciate that. Um, as far as the simping thing, yeah, you're right. You, you absolutely have it right. A lot of times, the, being a simp is because you're shallow. Like, you are yeah. overvaluing this person, person and not valuing yourself. So you're looking at maybe her looks or maybe her sex. You know, you want you want to have sex with her or uh, maybe what they have or something like that. And you're playing yourself out for this person. And we're going to get more into sin because a lot of people called in to talk about it. And a lot of people have it wrong. And it's like, I thought we explained it pretty well. But a lot of, you know, I think culturally... It's kind of like the word pimping, where yeah. people have bastardized demeanors, so they don't understand what, what the difference means. between simping is yeah. and like just being in love yeah, and just yeah. caring and stuff it, like it's that. It's not the same. So, all right, we got more voicemails, though. Hey, what's good, Rod, Karen? Uh, this your boy, Dub. What up, Dub? Uh, recently joined Twitter, A-Dub underscore 77. Uh, but I had to call in, man. I'm listening to last Thursday's show. Uh, you talking about the water pistol peak thing and... I had to call in to, you know, to me, it's hilarious that, uh, you know, Stephen A. Smith basically got back in the good graces of ESPN by being, you know, the lapdog protector for when urban people attack their boy Skip Bayless. Because Skip Bayless is basically paid to be the biggest villain in sports. 
he has no credibility whatsoever as far as athletic ability goes. And it's just purely hate, just like you said. Uh, you know, and I find it hilarious that, you know, Stephen A. Smith, when he got back in trouble, you know, he got in trouble back in the day, got ran off the uh, air. Uh, you know, I find it hilarious that he's back on there now with, with less edge, you know what I mean, kind of mm-hmm. sort of where he used to always go at people. And he was basically Skip Bayless before Skip Bayless, but ESPN couldn't have that. Didn't have a black dude doing that, it would seem like. So now he comes back on to be a, a kinder, gentler version of himself and was talking out of the side of his neck that entire interview. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to keep it real, man. Like, I'm, I'm a huge Jalen Rose fan now um, for what he did. And, you know, we, we see what happens to people who keep it real on that show, especially when it comes to Skip Bayless. You know what I mean? Just ask Omani. You know, mm-hmm. there's a reason he's never been back on the show since his appearance on air with Skip Bitch Ass. So, you know, <laughs> I find it hilarious, man. And last thing, I'm going to go on and get close to two minutes. Um, <laughs> the, the Stephen A. Smith in a Badia movie would be classic. You know, his uh, rounded hairline would work perfectly with that wig. Um, you know, I think that would be absolutely hilarious. That is what he sounds like. He sounds like an old black woman raising her voice for no damn reason, bro. For real. I'll let you. All right. <laughs> Thank you very much, Ada. Yeah, I think he sounds like the stereotype of a black woman that Tyler Perry used to promote, which is angry, argumentative, and don't know what the fuck they talking about. Mm-hmm. It's like every Tyler Perry movie is like, well, we need that. And so I say put a wig on Stephen A. Smith, put him out there, man, get that money. Um, and, uh, yeah, and I think what happened was he just lost his job, and that's, you know, dude felt the need to, uh, to try to get back in their good graces and mm-hmm. he kind of overdid it and kind of lost a lot of his integrity with the fans who originally looked up to uh to Stephen A. Smith when he first mm-hmm. came in the game um or at least they respected his hustle and all that good stuff one thing I will say though um about uh the Stephen A. Smith uh Skip Bayless and all that shit is like they I mean they are just doing a job that i really think if you took them out of the equation someone else would step in and do that job of course like i think that's what sports is now for the most part for a lot of fans is that it's just drama it's just a soap opera and that's all they're they're interested in breaking down it's like what dramatic way can i look at this oh kevin and durant Kevin Durant and uh, Russell Westbrook must not like each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. they can't watch the game and just watch the game. They got to have, like, oh, you know what? Uh, Kobe, a girlfriend who slept with uh, Chris Paul. And that's, you know, they like, they need that. Or else they don't give a fuck about the game. I just like the game. Me too. You know, everything else is funny. You know, if uh, Derrick Rose wants to take a photo shoot with GQ. And uh, I get to laugh at those pictures. That's funny to me. <laughs> I hadn't seen them, but everybody said it hilarious. Yeah, but I can't sit around hating these dudes, man. But, and midget uh, clothes. Put that man in some real clothes. Yeah, there was something else he said, and I think I forgot to go into it. But uh, And I apologize for forgetting. But, yeah, the uh, Skip Bayless thing, Stephen A. Smith thing, that, yeah, it's whack. Um, but, uh, yeah, they just trying to get paid, and they don't give a fuck. Yo, Rod and Karen is the official pet member of for the black eye kids, uh, young Benz or Denzel Lamar or whatever you want to call me. Uh, yeah. So I'm kind of upset, you know, one, you know, you guys have Naruto talk 
the Naruto talk and not even want to want any help or inside expertise. You know, I understand you guys are late. You know, I mean, I understand. Listen, I, I, I mean, I'm on episode 258. Um, I actually have a website that you guys can stream it, and it is in Japanese, but they do have the English subtitles. Uh, so it's not like it's just Japanese and they have no, no captions. So, uh, if you want that, I can hit you up with that. Um, anyway, another great week of shows, guys. And, uh, listen, if you need any more expertise, if you need any help understanding Naruto, Shippuden, and anyone else, listen, just hit me up on Twitter. Y'all got the, y'all got my, my username. And, or hit me up on G+. I got y'all! We got nerves. We got together, brother. <laughs> oh man. that's uh young dens uh who you might know if you listen to blacking it up um and he wants to be the official he hit me on twitter and say i want to be the official akatsuki member of the blackout tip oh uh, snap but he had a picture of him holding a sword and i said no swords allowed oh no you can't do swords no sweetheart. no official swords man and all you can be hakatsuki but no swords yeah so he had a picture of a sword so uh but yeah he um Here's the thing that I, I need you guys to understand. understand. I need y'all to respect this about us. We like the American version of Naruto. Yes, we do. And we're okay with being behind because we feel like it's a quality voiceover. It's quality animation and quality work. Yes. I'm not such a, like, fiend where, like, because... Pop, contrary to popular belief, I don't give a fuck about subtitles. That, that doesn't bother us at all. No, it doesn't. Uh, we watch a lot of shit in subtitles. Yes, we do. Uh, the Raid is in subtitles. Yes. Uh, half the shit on my Netflix queue is subtitles. Yes, it is. That's not what's, defl- what's stopping me. I just really thought that the dub version was well done it was how i was introduced to the show yes and i can wait for them to put out dvds and keep watching like it doesn't bother me i don't mind being behind i'm not on the cutting edge and you guys might be on episode 250 and stuff and that's fine um just you know don't ever hit me on twitter with a spoiler don't ever mention and then spoil you can talk about it in timeline all you want but just don't hit me up in my direct mentions and hit me with a spoiler because i block everyone who does that um, I almost had to block Abe because he was fucking up. He was like, "Oh man, uh, wait till you see this combo he puts on Choji." I was I'm like, like, "Get off, yeah, uh, nigga! Why did you tell me that?" And he was like, "It's just a minor spoiler." Uh, no, uh, do you want to get banned? You want to get blocked? Because I don't mind. I don't need anything extra on my timeline. I, I'll stream that shit down. But uh, yeah. So I, I, I don't know, man. I don't like. I think. A lot of what happens for a lot of fans of anime is they become snobs. Yes, they do, and it's a big turnoff to people who, who uh, want to get into it. Yes, it is, and and a lot of them make the error by being hardcore or telling them, "Well, you need to watch this. You need to watch that." Be like, "No, no, no, sweetheart." If it, if it like this, if you've never seen, and a lot of those people that do follow those people to get that terrible ass advice yeah. don't like anime that was some bullshit and they'll never watch it again because they think it's all like that no you got to inter- yeah, and you like, have to introduce it small like, people will say stuff like oh what, what 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 should i start with and i'm like oh man you know uh death note is excellent okay yeah well yeah right okay so in this example why don't you check out death note man it's a pretty uh pretty good example um it's got you know the english ver they got english version mm-hmm. um it's uh pretty easy to follow it's only a limited amount of episodes Souls. so you know when you're nearing the end of the story arc very addictive show and uh, and then like somebody will be like 
Man, you gotta watch it in the in the in the subtitle version because the English version is and, terrible. And you it's know like, what? And I don't mean to be mean. Fuck you, okay? We didn't ask you or your opinion. I'm trying to get the person to finally watch anime, and here you come like, no, nigga, we, I know you, I know you in first grade English, but why don't you read this literature book? You gonna scare them the fuck away. Right, it's like, it's like, well, don't just, don't just watch Naruto, read the manga. You're like, well, wait a minute, dog, like. Damn, now, that ain't to that speed yet. Yeah, now I don't want to do any of this shit. That, you just, it's giving them more work. Right, and, and, and it reminded me when Young Jen's called, when Young Jen's called, it's almost like crack, a crack dealer or something it's like you know we're like constantly saying like oh we like watching naruto this way we like marathoning these episodes that you know are subtitle i mean that are dubbed you know maybe one day we will switch to the subtitle i don't know but the point being we're happy where we're at right now we are we don't mind being three thousand episodes behind i'm fine with that right so it's just funny because then they'll call us like i got that link to the site You know, like like you he, it? like he on the corner opening up his <laughs> yeah, trench coat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, hey, dog, but like, but like, look, look, I, I got that Naruto. Yeah. I, I got, what, what, what season you need? What, <laughs> yeah. what, what season you want? I, I got that hot fresh. I got that first season. Bro. I, I, I got it right here. Oh, oh, keep keep it moving, keep moving, cops, mm-hmm. cops, keep mm-hmm. moving. I don't know you. Mm-hmm. Anime cops. Mm. Yeah, I gotta like, run. Yeah, I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just thought that was funny, man. But thank you for calling. We love you. Thank you. Hey, Rowdy and Karen. It's me, Gabby, the official biracial gal of the podcast. Gabby! I'm listening to uh, your Saturday feedback show. I'm loving the show, as always. Um, wanted to comment on a couple of things. You were, um, you guys were joking about how come I call in so much, and I don't have anything to say. Well, I call in so much because you guys are just hilarious. I listen to your show, and I'm, like, never disappointed. Every week it's funny. And so I'm like, I just got to call up and say, you know, thank you for showing up, you know, what, probably at least four hours a week of my work time. Um, I can listen to something funny in the background, and it's all because of you guys. You know, helping my day, my, helping my day uh, be a little bit brighter. So that's why I call. Um, two, some people do like me. I, I, I'm not saying a lot. <laughs> not a lot, but there's some people <laughs> who get my the humor. And that's cool. And there are some who don't. And that's okay, too. You know, it's, it's all good, you know. Um, and the third thing I want to say was on the, you guys were asking um, B. Cole and everybody about um, presentations. Like, I have to do a lot of presentations, which probably just sounds hilarious to the audience right now, but actually do really well. The presentations that I always have, it's like, I don't know, I do great in presentations, and I just it's like automatic. You know, as long as you know the source material, as long as you know, what you're talking about and you're like master the topic, then I can do a presentation, you know, without notes or, you know, anything like that. Um, the only time I don't do good in a presentation is, you know, when, when you just don't know the, the material. But uh, I do, yeah, I think, just knowing, I think knowing the source material, knowing what you're going to talk about is the best way to be like, is, is the best the best method of doing your, uh, giving a great presentation. You know, forget all the bells and whistles of PowerPoint and um, all those fancy online presentation programs, but just know the material is the most important thing because then you can ask someone's question on the fly and not get distracted by the guy who's kind of like one-up you or throw a random question at you, you know, like that, that guy that we all have to dislike. Um, but, yeah, so, so I'm great on presentations, but I'm not good one-on-one, so that's the, the funny part. But, yeah, I call up often because you guys are just awesome, and I love the show. And I always thank you with the great work because you guys rock. Okay. Um, have a good day. Talk to you later. Bye. 
Thank you, Gabby. Uh, thank you for calling, Gabby. And yeah, we. I, all that matters is that we like you. Yes, we do. So fuck them. If they don't like you, fuck them, man. You cool with us, and that's all that matters. And yes, ma'am. You know, and like I said, uh, very few of them could actually take the jokes and the roasting and all that shit that you take every week and still call back. Yeah. And, um, and I appreciate it, man, honestly, because there's a lot of people that, I mean, we still don't know what happened to Karen from San Francisco. No, the cheese lady. She was like, y'all are roasting me about my cheese. I'm the fuck out of here. I eat my cheese. Come with me, white people. <laughs> she got the hell out of there, man. I was, you know, I miss, I miss, I missed her, man. What happened? Yes. All right. Another voicemail. Hey, y'all, this is Sharif. What's going on? Hey, hope everything's going well. Uh, first and foremost, wanted to say thank you so much for featuring uh, me, JT, and Nicole um, on the podcast this week. Um, had a great time, got some great exposure, so definitely appreciate that. Uh, second of all, I'm driving back from seeing uh, Cabin in the Woods, which I would definitely recommend that y'all see. Awesome, awesome movie. Saw it last night. Um, yeah. And I also wanted to talk a little bit about the whole Jane and Rose Skip Bayless uh Stephen A. thing that um, Hello? brought up again is that, is he on the last episode. I know. Um, now, it. this might be a little controversial, I guess, um, and goes against a lot of what y'all was saying, but mm-hmm. I do think that the players have a responsibility to play and not, like, respond to criticism like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I'm not saying it's fair, but I feel like analysts are like movie reviewers or like, um, op-eds in the, uh, newspaper, like, they just criticize, like, like, uh, their job is to, an- is to analyze, criticize, and in general be assholes about it. And I think as a professional player, you have to look past that and not fall into their trap, you know? Um, just like the, um, he was saying on the podcast that, like, once you get to, like, the, um, professional level that, like, uh, you should be able to um, take people criticizing you on your play, I also think that you should also be able to take people kind of calling you out in general, you know, and just look past it. I mean, I, I just think that, as you said, Rod, it's really a no-win situation if a player does get involved, um, especially if it's physical or something. That's that's just that's just OD. Um, but, yeah, man, I do kind of think that, you know, that um, – uh, the players have to kind of be above that, um, just like the same way that like, in a, like a actor or or producers are really going to go at movie critic and all that shit. So, hmm. all right, y'all, peace out. All right, okay. Uh, all right. Now, obviously, I don't agree with any of that shit. Me either. But thank you, you for the first. call. Yes. Um, and let me just start with saying, um, I, I think I get what you're saying to a certain extent, and I think that that is the most. Um, hopeful way to look at confrontation and to look at being called out and shit but i think you're you're kind of skipping over what skip and those dudes can do because i think you may have a responsibility not to first of all no there's no responsibility not to respond that's that's insane like what's the point of making that much money if you can't say shit that's like I don't think y'all understand what fuck you money is, dog. I know it's so. Like, if I get a hundred million dollars, you can't say shit to me without me. There's no way I'm not responding to. You know what an asshole I would be with that meal, dog. Like seriously, if you had any problems with my game, I'm showing up on your show and being like, "Let's talk about it." I'm this rich. 
no one can stop me like y'all think that when lebron james slipped up and was like yeah you know it was uh that dude my haters got to go to work tomorrow and they got to still be them and that's why they hate me man i would be such an asshole dog you know oh man anyway so i I think that people lose the point of why they do what they do they want to get a certain amount of money so they can tell people go fuck themselves that's the whole point of getting money there's no other reason to really get money on this earth than to do the, all the shit you want to do and be able to tell people fuck off, right? Now, I think what also happens um, uh, is that people feel like there's a certain amount of money and certain amount of fame that makes you immune to criticism and immune to, and not have the same validity of feelings that regular people have, right? Um, so that's why people go on Twitter and they act kim kardashian and shit like that or like the other day i was look, reading a Tourette article i was like man this shit is all fucked up and someone responded back and in the tweet they added to like they put to name in there i said don't do that because no. i'm not that's not actually the point of what i was saying i'm just talking about the article i don't need him to know what i think about yes. the article i'm not here to belittle him uh his twitter existence to me should just exist and leave me the fuck alone it does has nothing to do with we don't have anything to do with each other i read his article i was not a fan i don't need to let him know that i'm not a fan um i'm not trying to contact him i don't need his attention i'm not trying to make his life any more negative than it is you know um and i think that's the line that so many people just don't they mentally can't understand is like when you say stuff like personal attacks outside of somebody's game and you make a fucking cottage industry off of that? Yeah, people going to be mad and they're going to respond because they're human. Like, if I just, like, okay, for example, Sharif puts out a podcast, um, you know, Operation Cubicle, right? Now, as a, if a fan of the show, if I go say, all right, I want to review their show, I'm just going to start leaving reviews, blah, blah, blah. Okay, cool. That, that's my right. I can do that. But if all of a sudden my reviews is like, he's a deadbeat daddy, and it's, look at his face. <laughs> it look like, it look like, uh, Craig Mack, old buck tooth bitch ass nigga. Like, at some point you're gonna be like, dog, the fuck is wrong with you? You know, and because everybody doesn't have that same composition or disposition to just be like, oh, let me just ignore this. Like, no, nah, you get enough of that shit and you're gonna say something. It's just life. You know, and it's become, uh, the media for some, to some extent, a large part of the sports media has just become poking and prodding these dudes like they're fucking savage animals and waiting for them to turn around and attack and then going, whoa, look at Cam Newton acting all crazy. It's like, yeah, well, what about when you were, you know, personally attacking this dude's character for the last year? You know, that and that is like and, and that hasn't always been part of the game. Mm hmm. So it's just kind of like I don't get why they should accept it. I feel like they finally got to a point where they can fight back. Because they're finally get, getting these studio jobs. They're finally, they're, these the athletes today are so much more media savvy than the athletes back in the day. Mm-hmm. So they're finally to the point where they actually can articulate their disagreements on TV with these guys. And I don't think that's bad at all. You know, and I don't think, and, and, and to say like, well, it's just part of the job. It's actually not just part of the job. Because for every Skip Bayless and Stephen A. Smith, there's a hundred journalists that athletes have no fucking problems with. So it's like people think that their job is to be a problem for these dudes. It's like, no, that shit. I reject that shit, man. You know, it's just uh, I, I don't know, man. There's just such hatred and such jealousy and bitterness towards these athletes. And it's just fucking ridiculous. It's not going to make your life any better to hate these dudes. And 
it's not it's not gonna make your life better watching skip bayless do it for a living either but um i just think people lose track of that shit man but I, every time i see um you know spe- specifically these young black men getting hated on and shit I, I already know what it is dog it's just straight up people being like i need to deal with my own insecurities but i'm not going to i'm just going to concentrate on hating on these dudes and that's all that that's all they got to in their life is let me hate on these dudes yo and so that's what they do they spend all day hating on these dudes so they can ignore the fact that they do have a shitty life and they don't they hate their job and they don't like their wife and they wish they didn't have those kids but now they got those kids and, and they don't have you know they they tore their acl so they never gonna be the basketball player that lebron james is and shit like that so then when you're doing dumb shit on tv like burning a fucking jersey or calling some fucking sports show so you can rant about how you hate so much shit it's like no nah, you just hate you and that's that's the simple truth of it that's why fans get so upset whenever an athlete turns the camera around and goes yeah but what about you that's why people don't want athletes to speak out because it makes them have to think about themselves and to be honest most people aren't happy with themselves that's it and there's a certain stigma to money in america that is young black niggas should not be getting it straight up you look at that, there's a certain privilege and a certain type of uh, just ownership that people have when it's with the idea of who can get money in America and who can't. And I just got to ask you, can a young nigga get money anymore? Tell Peter my mink is dragging to the floor. That's all. Well, oh, wait a minute. Before, Go you, ahead. before you move on. Mm-hmm. It's kind of piggybacking on what you're saying. Uh, the problem I have with what uh, Sharif's is saying is that I think that a lot of people, once you make a certain amount of money, a lot of people disassociate personality. They want you to disconnect your feelings. They want you to disconnect your emotions. They want you to disconnect everything. It's like, fuck you, nigga. Take this money and take my dick up your ass and just deal with whatever it is I give you. Right. And that's not reality. Uh, right. they, they're people, too. You know, just like you at your job, you wouldn't want to be sitting at your desk all day and instead of your boss talking about the projects or the Excel sheets, all of a sudden they come in every day picking at you. Your hair, your clothes, your shoes, your clone, your this, your every right. day like, that's the thing. for a whole year. That's the thing. It's a certain amount of money and fame that people turn into. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm, it's okay now, no, but, but it's but it's never not, fucking okay it, because it, it's not. It's, there's no amount of money where it's like it's okay to be a dick to these people. No, and and it's not. And my thing is that guess what? One day you are gonna snap at your job. You got the right to snap because you pull and you broke. But well, they, they don't have the right to you snap because you they got what? money, and that's stupid. Um, um, logic. You know what though? The average person will fucking crumble. They will fucking crumble, dog. If 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 it, like literally, if I just started going on Twitter and just picking people to be like, uh, like I saw Evo08 said he disagreed with me, right? So if I just go on Twitter every day and just start hitting up his timeline, getting other people to hit up his timeline, and just start saying personal attacks on this dude, you know, like, oh, I know you, uh, you know, I know you're a delivery man for UPS, but uh, I'm gonna actually talk about your wife. Which has nothing to do with anything. Yeah, eventually the motherfucker will be like, yo, dog, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yes. Like, they just, people lose fat, lose sight of that shit because it's like, 
but they rich and they on TV. Dad, and deep down inside, I want to be on TV and I would give anything for that shit. But it's like, yeah, but that's why you're not on. Yeah, and on top of that, I, I don't, sometimes I think that people don't realize what comes with fucking money. It's not, right. it's cut and dry. Like your life changes. All of a sudden you're in the public eye. These people have no privacy. Right. It's a lot more shit to it than what people think. And so I think that you cannot say his money all of a sudden you're not a human fucking being anymore right. because you have money yeah it, re- it reminds me like this morning um because this happens to me like uh we were playing basketball uh shout out to my boy justin um you know y'all know him from the podcast and we were doing what we normally do winning all the games and all of a sudden you know people start stacking teams against us they don't want us to get certain calls uh, you know, all of a sudden the sideline got ideas about who should get the ball and shit, even though they were silent. You know, whenever we somebody makes a questionable call against us, they ain't got shit to say. And that's natural human, like, I feel like that's just natural human jealousy and envy. Like, why you get to win all the time? Even though this you losing would not benefit me right now, I want to see you lose. So yes. we're going to give you the old dude on your team instead of the dude that's first on the list that's the youngest that should be on our team or whatever right yeah we're gonna give you the old dude that we think can't play now do me and justin go out and carry this dude to a win anyway yes matter of fact we carry him with three wins four wins why because you can't stop us when we're in there busting y'all's ass man it's never gonna happen (laughs) and 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 that's why i'm never gonna have money because if I was LeBron James, I would talk like that at every press conference. Like, so y'all gonna just give us at Joel Anthony, huh? We taking this W. That's all I'm saying. Swag. But anyway, man, I just think that uh, dudes get lost in that in that shuffle of like, but they got money, and it's like, no, man, it's, it's bigger than just money. Yes, all right, one more is. voicemail. Hey, what's up, y'all? Hey, I made up my mind. I'm protesting. What? I ain't calling the damn show no more till Professor LCH call the show and let motherfuckers hear her voice. Huh? Think I'm joking? Okay. But oh, yeah. Toya. I heard that bullshit last week. Time I said with my chest. One more game with that bullshit, huh? All right. I want you to say this with your chest. Suck a dick. <laughs> 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 she took it old school. <laughs> she took it old school. Suck a dick. Um, yeah, but uh, man, I guess Professor LCH got to call up. She man. better call up because um, you can't deny the people to chill. No, right, everybody hit her up on Twitter. She's at Profess LCH. We got to make sure that we get on her ass, dog. We can't have we <laughs> chill can't protesting, have chill no protesting, dog. This ain't this ain't cool, man. Press LCH. I don't give a fuck if it's a voicemail or what. I don't care if you be like, this is Professor LCH, and hang the fuck up. Leave, yeah. leave us a message. Yeah, you call up here, <laughs> and you and, and and you just be like, hey, it's Lin, it's 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 uh, Linda Charlemagne Harris, and uh, I just called to be like, chill, get your ass back on the show, cause. I can't live without my chill, y'all. I know it's so. Y'all know the black guy tips has no chill. Um, all right, man. So, uh, well, all right. Voicemails are done. We got to go do comments and stuff like that. On the page, phone lines are open 704-557-0186. Um, all right. So the first show that we had was, uh, Simptervention. 
uh episode 298 mm-hmm. uh, it was our feedback show oh we got a Good phone call. call yo what's up you on with the blackout tips what's up right what up hey, brent Jerry. what's up dog <laughs> Man, ain't ain't nothing ain't nothing going on the same on the same old. I I will have to commend you guys though. This has been like the best two week of podcasting ever. Thank you. Like Thank we you. I mean think about it. I mean people still calling in talking about simping and skip. So, <laughs> yeah. You you had a feedback show on your feedback show. <laughs> that's true I mean y'all just been holding it strong man <laughs> y'all been holding it down strong Thank but you. yeah man I had to call in to talk about some things first off the Kevin Hart thing mm-hmm. with the Kevin, I have to agree with I forget the guy who called in and said it um, but he said uh, if uh, he said if, if uh, he, basically what he said is a hit dog will a holler mm-hmm. oh you talking about uh, talking about K-Bag yeah, and so the thing is, I kind of, some people were getting offended, but I kind of understood what he was trying to say with the cartoon. Did you actually look at the cartoon? Yeah, I, I absolutely did look at it. Yeah, and and the thing is, I think what it wasn't something like if you weren't being independent, independent doesn't mean that you just mean and that you just reject me and that you just go off at the drop of a dime. I think that's what he was trying to say, being strong and black. Well, the actual, uh, I can describe it. The, the actual cartoon, um, is, yeah. it's a dude that walks the up. The line before the cartoon. The, the what? I'm talking about the line before the cartoon. The yeah, yeah, that yeah. That's point. what, yeah, that's what he said was like, ind- being independent doesn't mean, uh, being mean and nasty or something like that. And then the cartoon yeah. was a dude that walked up to three black women who all had their, uh, arms folded and he was like, hey, how y'all doing? And they talked shit about him. You know, like, oh, get out of here or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you weak. And yeah. then they, and then when they, he shows up with a white girl, they all mad. Mm-hmm. So I'm sell out and weak and all that. And okay. I've actually, I've actually seen that happened to a dude. Yeah, like, I think, I think, uh, we I'm all have. Happy. I think, well, here's the thing. I think we all have seen that happen, right? But I've also mm-hmm. seen, um, you know, I've also seen black people rob black people. I've also seen mm-hmm. uh, dudes uh, beat up somebody for no reason. I also seen uh, somebody, uh, you know, get shot at a basketball court. Is that indicative of, you know, the general, this is what black people do? No, I don't think so. No. Um, I think uh, what happens um, is is that there is a systematic attack on black women in general. And it's kind of fucked up because nobody really cares and nobody wants to acknowledge it because we all kind of just want to get in on the joke or we want to or we want to just concentrate on those black women that we feel uh, have these issues. And, you know, but but to be honest, when we start talking like that. Every black woman feels something the same way that I feel something when I turn on Fox News and they say stuff like our blacks are better than your blacks. I'm like, y'all talking about all black people like that. Like, should I just be like, well, they ain't talking about me. I mean, shit, I'm good as them other blacks. I'm walk away. No, I go fuck you, Fox News. And that's what the response is from a lot of women. And I think it doesn't do anybody any favors to be like, well, if you mad, then it's because it's about you. Like. No, you can be mad, and, and it's not about you. You can still be mad. Yes, you can. You can be mad, but I was just saying that I think something got lost in translation mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. There was something that was lost in the translation of the cartoon. And the cartoon, well, it, was a bit, it was a bit funny. It wasn't, oh, that is so funny, that is so funny. Because actually, like, 
I reposted it, and I said, it is kind of funny. And it actually wasn't even the message that I found funny. It was the chicks that were like that. And it really wasn't about black women in general. It was about certain chicks I knew. It is like the cartoon where you got, and it's a similar cartoon. I think the same guy must have drawn it. Have you seen the one where the dude is like a nerd and he's carrying around the books and he tries to holler at the girl? And... And she's walking around with the dude with his shirt off and got bug life. He's, he's, he's tatted up like he's supposed to be a wannabe Tupac. And she's like, girl, don't worry, boy, don't worry about him. He's just a nerd. Yeah, I, I, back- I haven't seen that one, but I've heard so many dudes with no charisma try to call that shit out like it's some type of gospel when I don't think it is. It's not gospel, but I've seen that. But I've seen that one happen, too. It's kind of, it was funny. But I've seen it happen, but, you know, I guess it was kind okay, of like Brent, it, let, it worked on both sides. Brent, let me put it this way, all right? Let me put it this way. Yeah. If um, they had a cartoon that was like, I don't know, showing, uh, I don't know, some black woman that was doing doing something uh, positive and then so a brother dissed her and then they showed a picture of her, you know, with a white dude and then all the brothers sitting around like, man, fuck that shit. Like, and then, and then the title was like, "This is to all the strong black men" or something like that. You wouldn't be like, "The fuck, I'm strong black man." The fuck that got to do with me? That has, that is not that is a bad rep- misrepresentation of me. And I think that's what happens is we tell black women like you're strong and you are independent. And we do respect that. And at the same time, we go, you know, the problem with these strong independent black women. It's like, well, th- that's kind of a mixed message because I would call my mom a strong independent black woman, but then I, I can't sit up there and then put a cartoon out and be like, strong black women ain't shit. You know, like it just—it's oh, no. a mixed and message. I, I but I, I'm saying I don't think that's what he was trying to say about a strong, independent black woman. I think he was just trying to say, don't, 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 don't mistake what being a strong black independent woman is. I think that's what he was trying to say. I don't know what he was trying to say, mm. but I think that's what he was trying. Well, to then say. why did he try to take it down and then sue everybody that reposted if he thought that that he got scared because he got scared because he got a little pussy footed. Well, see, I think, see, that's, I disagree. I think he was, thought he was making a joke and he thought everybody was going to be ha 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 and and whatever. And when people started calling his ass out and he was like, shit, this is problematic. I fucked well, up. You know, he got that movie coming out. So he ain't want to, he want to send all them strong black women that, that are going to see that movie. This he week. want that money. Or the tweet, or the tweet about, uh, dark skinned women got bad credit and shit. Like, Oh, I didn't hear that one. I mean, we uh, talked about it on the show. We, I read it yeah, from that yeah, same moment. I remember article. that. I know some dark-skinned women with good credit. Right. Well, that's kind of my point is like, it, put it like this, man. Um, anytime somebody says something bad about black women, I'm going to always be there to be like, yo, man, shut the fuck up. Because somebody should. And I'm, it's going to be me then. Because yeah. I, I, I've seen too many conversations where the people that are being talked about aren't really involved in the conversation. Or whenever they do speak up, we always vilify them with, that's typical angry black woman. If she responding, that's because she one of the women. Like, no, she might be responding because she don't agree with that shit. And I'm going to be having her back, dude, because we should have a back, man. It's, it's, you know, if somebody says some shit about my mom, I would have a back. Somebody says some shit about my wife, I would have her back. You say something about my niece, yeah. I'm going to have her back. Because these are the black women i know now i don't know these yeah. you know like whatever i've seen examples of these you know the ratchetness and all this shit but the women that i grew up with the women in my family that i fucking respect i don't look at them it like enemies of hood rats it i don't think it represents the majority of black women it doesn't represent it doesn't it doesn't it represents a small amount 
And you know how I get down, Brent. I don't want to concentrate on a small amount. Because that's the shit that got Trayvon Martin shot is a small amount of niggas. And I'm not going to let people slide by being like, but it's a few niggas that is like that. And the fuck that mean? We need to start promoting that? That's why I don't go to World Star. Hip hop, man, I'm not letting these motherfuckers turn us into negativity towards each other. It's not gonna well, fucking I happen. I don't fall for World Star hip hop, man. We, we get, cause, you know, World Star hip hop, I've often said, you know, for every, every hit the World Star hip hop says black people back about 40. <laughs> <laughs> The first link they sent me to Skip Bayless, Stephen A. Smith thing was on World Star. I was like, "Hey man, I need you to send me another link." <laughs> a better link, no. <laughs> was, I, I will not be yeah. taking this link. They were like, yeah, God, I can't do the World Star here. Right. Speaking yeah. of that, seeing the issue. Yeah. When did Teray become like the African American voice of, of the year? <laughs> yeah, I'm calling him. Yeah, like, I'm calling him the. Uh, this nigga is a VH1 musical analyst. <laughs> he is. I'm calling to Ray when, the Black Whisperer from now on, dude. He, I mean, when did he start talking about? I mean, I know in journalism you move up because Brian Gumble started out as a sportscaster. Yeah, but when did when did we let Ray just become the voice of us? He doesn't. Yeah, he, he's so different, and it was funny because when he was on Bomani, Bo I mean, Bo was talking about a couple of weeks ago. I was like, and to, he was talking about he's coming with Ray was talking about he likes girls that. That rocked the the uh, Rayquan. So I'm like, oh, yeah, Rakim. Rakim. It was Rakim. Yeah. I'm like, wait a minute, Teray likes girls. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> that, like I was stuck right there. Like the argument. I'm like, whoa, he likes girls. Yeah. yeah. I, like I like that's the thing with Teray, man. He to me, he just seems like a black dude that don't actually hang out or know any black people. You know what he I mean? He ain't cool with black people, and now he wants to. Yeah, like he want to explain us, but like, what? Like, are you us? Like, are you? You know what I'm saying? Like, are you a part of this culture, or do you want to be, or are you just, or is your whole involvement in blackness to turn around and go explain it to white people? Because I'm not saying I'm not saying he's not black. I'm not revoking anybody's blackness. No, no crazy shit like that. But just like, no. I, is he just seems like. I'm a bug. Like a black dude that, that that was the only black dude in his circle. Right, right. Uh, the only black dude. And then he just tells like, white uh, people about us, like yeah. for a living, for a living. He's a token <laughs> African Negro. He's right. African. He's the official African Negro. Yeah, it's weird, man. It's weird because I I don't know, dude. I don't get how he can. I don't get how he does it, but. Yeah, that's his lane, yeah. though, and people are paying mm-hmm. attention to it, man. Like I said, I yeah. my main thing is I just don't feel like adding to it by mentioning him on Twitter and shit. I read that shit and I go, oh, this Teray article yeah, is problematic. Like, oh, Teray, right? Then it was that, that article was just like, and like he was gonna say inside the races. I'm thinking it's gonna be some almost like a dissertation when you look at it. <laughs> yeah, because you ah. you think he's polled the races like you you think this gonna be some shit I can use on the on the um. 
on, 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 a, on a college paper. So I'm about to read it like, oh, I can use this in a paper one day. Right. Mm-hmm. Then I, I, I get there, and it's like, um, it's like the um the, the world's smallest lady at the fair. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. That is what that article turned out to be. It's the world's small, it's the bearded lady, the world's smallest, the smallest lady. All those side show attractions, attractions at the fair that you pay a dollar to go see, and they never live up. Basically, dude just went and found that he's like one person talked to me, and this is what it means about racism. I'm like one person, get the fuck out of here, dude. Go have some life experiences. <laughs> He's the worst. Totally stupid. And she leaned over you to tell you, I'm sorry. Right. Yes. She's not really a racist if she can whisper in your ear. Right. You want to see some racist? Go to South Carolina. Right. Real say that, say that again. Here, they don't even acknowledge you. They won't even speak to you. They say, hey, boy. Right. <laughs> yes. Right. I mean, Get inside that dude's head. He was on the quiz nose in South Carolina and moved up there for a while. And he said he left because he just couldn't take the racism. He said the racism is so different. He said people were actually... He used standing outside and yell out that truck. Hey, nigga, go home! Damn. Like, it's just, I mean, it's yeah. kind of a duty level racism. <laughs> <laughs> right. Now, get in that dude's head, Teray. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Spend an evening with that dude. I bet I bet you it'd be a completely yeah. different conversation. He wouldn't dare go near a dude like that. Yeah. But, all right, man. We got, we got to move yeah, on, man. Go. But, yeah, thank you. Well, you know, for Malcolm, yeah. I just got to say one more thing. Yeah, of course. I'm going to get my food. Ah. <laughs> I love y'all. You too. We man. love you too, babe. I don't babe. have anything else to say, but just because of Malcolm, I got to say one yeah, more thing. Yeah, always, dog. I'll let y'all. <laughs> All right, peace. <laughs> peace. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that one more thing was coming. Because <laughs> that dude should have never said that shit. <laughs> I was like, now nah, every time I'll be expecting like, mm, uh, don't, you don't want to. All right, we got to go. But, uh, you uh, know, you come on. One more you, thing. One more thing, right? So yeah, the episode was a uh, simtervention, and uh, we uh, we had a comment on the show. Uh, of course, uh, it was from Anthony Animal Thug Tatum. He said, "Top Shotter from Belly Soundtrack was a real good choice to end Saturday's show with. Very anti simp, and in my top five for DMX songs. Keep up the good work, you two. Thank you. I do like that song, even though I don't know any of the fucking words that the Jamaican dude to say. Ah, you ever heard that? Wow. Shout out to y'all. Here come the boom. Here come the boom. That's all I know. That song. Even the verse. I don't even know the verse shit. Nope. And I got a lot of fire. Even though I know all the cadence, though. I got. Yes. The killing time to go big and murder. Here come the boom. Here come the boom. It's that good, good ignorance, ignorance Jamaican. Workout music. Um, so the poll for the show was, "Have you ever been a simp?" I think we've actually asked this before, uh, but now that we've explained simping, we had to go back and do a re-show. Yes, eighty-eight percent of people, yes, yes, most most male and females at some. I don't care who you are. And a lot of people are simps and then denial that they were fucking sipping everybody at some yeah. period of time until they matured. Simp. It, a lot of people happen younger in their lives, but it yeah. happened at some period of time. Tim Tebow said, aren't all married men simps at some point? If they truly love their wife, that is. 
Don't even try to deny it, Rod. But see, a lot of people, Federer, it's them between simping and marriage and being in love with somebody, right. and that person loves you back reciprocal. Right. It's, that's the difference. A simp is you doing all this shit. This person don't know you exist. Mm-hmm. They don't care about you. They're using you. They're abusing you. That you get hurt because they don't want you, or they told you they don't want you, and you still running out behind them. Well, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like like a little dog with with your with your tail stuck between your legs because you determined that your sipping can change them and it don't happen like that and love is a whole different thing or, or, or being a relationship where where you do something they do something for you that's totally totally different a lot of people think being in love is sipping and being in love ain't simping yeah that's the next response a rod says if you ever been in love you've been a simp Mm-mm. yeah and that's why i love you karen because you get it that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Love is a different type of feeling, and it's uh, powerful. Yeah, and, it and when it's reciprocated, it can grow and be mature. Simping is a very immature state of emotion. Yes, it is. It's, it's very much just like I really want this thing, and you can't actually have it, and you refuse to say no. So you try all this other shit. Well, I'll just pay for her rent. Humiliating. I'll yourself. make. I'll make yeah. a clothes. I'll, I'll, I'll wash her clothes. clothes. I'll, I'll buy her some stuff as soon as I get home from work, and it's like whoa. Nigga, you simping. It's, it's not. It's, Respect it's, it's not the same because the thing is that when you're in love and you do something like buy flowers for her or something like that, guess what? She may suck your dick. So right. guess what? That's not simping. And what? The, and how can you be in love and a simp? Like you not? Uh, so wait, you in love but it's not being reciprocated? Then that's not love. No, that's not. Um, Da says if you answer no, you are a lying sack of shit, or you're just afraid to look in the mirror. So the sim says. A uh, soda slim six five one says, "I come from a long line of simp's. <laughs> My dad was a Jedi simp. Grandpa was one of the first board members of the USA United Simp's of America. Oh, got my own simp union card in my billfold right now. <laughs> if I had a if I, if I had a theme song, it would be Boys to Men on Bended Knee. Oh, the most simpinest song in their repertoire. Simp's up, pimp's down, one." Well, the most simple song in Boys to Men repertoire is Simping Ain't Easy. Um, second of all, uh, there's, I need people to understand another thing that's not simping. If you fuck, if the song is about you fucked up and you begging her to stay or come back, not simping. No. That's not simping. You actually fucked up and now you're begging her because you fucked up. That's yeah, not simping. No, that's and, not. And I remember what I was going to say earlier. Someone said Marvin's Room by Drake is simping. No, it's not. It's actually Dirty Mackin'. And we will have to cover that shit on another Saturday. Yeah, that's There's a whole nother line. A Joe's, lot. Joe's on that list. Joe might have. We might just do, do, do all Joe's Joe song. Songs. Yes, sir. I don't, I don't know if he ever made a song that was just a straight up mm-hmm. romance. It's always some, things your man won't do. Yeah, like Joe. Every Joe R and B video while mm-hmm. is is two people arguing and Joe not nowhere in the picture, and then right when the dude like. Closes the door to the car and rides off. Joe slides up. That's that's, yep. that's all of Joe's music. Oh, love. Yeah. The things your man won't do. What kind of man? That's like yes. every, I think, I don't he's think a he woman can, in the cold. I don't think he can write a song that don't start with. So your man doesn't something you know like. <laughs> so your man don't do it like this, girl. Yeah. He won't make love to you. Yeah. On the bed rug. Like, he just making shit nah, up. Nah, nigga, that shit's uncomfortable. Well, he, he say unreasonable shit, because, like, you That got, he can't do. You can have a legitimate argument with your woman, and y'all need to work it out, and Joe steps in right when y'all arguing, and makes it seem like she right. You know? Ha! <laughs> what kind of man won't pay for your credit card bills? 
Like, uh, yes. Like, what she? Why did she get the bills though? <laughs> you know? <laughs> what kind of man is mad that she didn't pay the rent? Uh, yes. It's like a reasonable, reasonable, rational man is mad because of that, Joe. <laughs> yes. Step the fuck off and let them work it out. Yes. Anyway. Uh, a dub says everybody from the coldest pimp to the simpinest simp saying has a simptastic moment. Ah! And like any other adversaries in life, it's a matter of how you react. Are you the type that has a girl come over and cook grits when you sick? Mike Hitman, Or you just keep telling the chick she can do better. Drake. Um, so yeah, 88 ah! percent of people being simps, 12% are lying. Um, <laughs> ah! We had another poll uh, for episode two two ninety nine working while black. Uh, we got a couple comments too. Let's uh, start with the comments first. Um, Clout two K says on the Naruto thing. I don't know if you've watched Bra- Dragon Ball much, but it plays out identically. Every other character until the end of Dragon Ball Z existed solely to get Goku pissed off enough to do something about the main villain. You know what? I never thought about that, but yes, I'm a huge Dragon Ball Z fan. Yeah, even when he was sick. Yes, like, even he died and went to heaven. They were still fighting. Yeah. He's coming back! Right. Stand your ground! Right. He's dead and shit. Uh, to tie that into mass, the Mass Effect topic, let me say that since I grew up playing Japanese role-playing games, uh, having an ending predetermined for me doesn't phase me. I think with the Western role-playing games like Fallout and Mass Effect, they are setting themselves up for failure by giving the expectation that the player has a say. Blaming the victim, I know, but you lose a lot of opportunity for the story to be told in a more cinematic way when you let players be the directors. But they, you do have a say. It's just three different endings, right? Yeah. So I don't know why he's like, I, Versus I didn't get a say. A one you ending, you yeah. actually got a say on everything. And if you look at it like I do, the entire third game is a basically the ending. You definitely got to say people died that you didn't make the right decisions for. Or you made, you chose to let certain things happen. Like everything was your ending, in my opinion. Anyway, but uh, that's, I guess that's a revolutionary way to look at it. But, you know, I don't see how people can think of the ending of that game only being those clips at the end. Yeah. And also, too, I think uh, you, you brought up a good point. A lot of people rush through all the mass effects just to say they beat them. And they yeah. didn't, a lot of people didn't really take the time to go through them, do all the side quests, do everything they could do to get a full fulfillment of the game. It says, imagine a game with 31 minute long endings versus one 30 minute long ending. I'm speaking in extreme case, uh, extremes considering the case of mass effect, but given development times and content length versus deadlines and disc sizes, I'm sure the length of that ending was a causality casualty of this balancing act. Um, I really don't think anything was wrong with the list of the ending, but whatever, man. I just, I really just don't get the outrage. I just, I guess, I guess I'm just not going to. Uh, one last thing on the, on the work internet uses. I used to be, I used to be a help desk server admin for a corporate office. So I'll tell you, depending on the level of asshole of your particular business, you are fine surfing the net. Clearing your browser history is irrelevant since everything is logged by IP addresses and URL requests. So for example, while iGoogle is fine, the internet traffic will pick up individual calls to each module you have added. That being said, I've seen donkey porn pop up on server logs, so seeing iGoogle requests, no matter how many, is probably not a problem. Sorry for another essay, but uh, it has it was a good show as usual. Better to have too much to respond to than just listen, than to, than to just listen and say whatever to the topics being discussed. Yeah, I thank, don't mind. You. thank you. Thank you for writing. Uh, Classic says. <clears throat> 
this is a great episode an inspiring tale of tragedy triumph and fellatio accusations joel siegel's review of falling down the say that again <laughs> step class story <laughs> great like busted my ass adam thug says great show great song to end with are you sure you didn't grow up in cleveland i think your music taste is very cleveland-esque just joking thanks again um i don't know man i don't even know what they listen to in cleveland me you um First off, this saves my derby wife. Afraid is the legal charge for acting a monkey. <laughs> Normally, if you were to be black, you get the good old fashioned resistant arrest or assault. So that's what I learned during my week of law school exam review while catching up on the Blackout Tips episode. Awesome show as always. Keep up the great work. Right, your interview skills are really through the roof between Sarah J and this. 60 Minutes is a man down. Get on that shit, nigga. <laughs> I guess we do interview a lot of guests uh, through the show. And, and thank you. Thank we'll you. Uh, the poll uh, was, should fans be able to make Bioware change the ending of Mass Effect 3? Now, here's the thing. Uh, what I was trying to convey, even if I was a person who was pissed at the ending, right? Mm-hmm. I still would think it's too much to get them to change it. I still would rather be mad at the ending than be like, change this shit. Because to me, it's like, you shouldn't have that much control. No. This is, even if I disagree, it's still their fuck up, and they need to live with that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so 16% of people said, yes, the fans should be able to change it. They pay for the game, and they must be satisfied. Which I say, what about all the other shitty games that did y'all don't pay- protest? Yes, did people pay for Come on. <laughs> like, where's all this other shit? Um, and uh, no respect, the artist, no don't you know no you can't change the ending respect the artist's vision got 84 percent. so i think most people were kind of on my side with that which is hey even if you don't agree with it respect the vision of the the game is art and honestly video game fans do themselves a disservice uh by belittling the art when they say well just change the ending well then you don't respect the art and why should anyone else that's right you know why should anyone else you think it's oh just change the shit like okay anyway Classic uh, left a comment. I've never played Mass Effect, so I can't comment on the actual game events. But this reminds me very much of my Final Fantasy VII, of Final Fantasy VII, which was a record-breaking all-time great game on the first PlayStation. There was an unexpected death scene of a major character on the second disc of the game that sparked a shocked reaction among the gaming community back then. The big difference was that it was halfway through the game, so there was a chance of taking revenge and a big payoff in the end. If the game ended for the with the death of Aerith. It would have been similar to Mass Effect 3 backlash we see now. But all in all, it's only a game, and the experience is what, is, is what you get and pay for. <clears throat> if this means you won't buy a possible Mass Effect 4 or any other Bioware games, well, ha-ha, mofos, they already got your money. But chances are, if Bioware puts out another game and it's just as great as what made you pick up Mass Effect 1 through 3, you'll be back. Yes, you will. Yeah. Um, they they fuss. They put it like this. It's, it's funny dealing with certain gamers. They'll fuss, cuss you out, tell my hand they're going to buy that shit while the whole time handing and swiping their credit card and being the first one online to buy it. Yeah, that's one of the reasons I like Scarfinger. He's actually going to be on the show, him and Sherry, Sunday. Yes. Um, That's one of the reasons I like him is because he'll do all that rent and then at the end he'll be like, and I'm probably going to buy that shit, though. Like, be truthful. <laughs> like, that's right. Like, Keep yeah, it real. Probably still gonna buy that shit. And I'm like, yeah, that's that's me. Even if I did get mad, it's like, oh fuck Transformers too. I will no, see we, you in the theater j- for three. J- yes, we will. So the Slim Six Five One says, nope. 
mugs are way too entitled these days yeah you spent sixty dollars to play this game but for your enjoyment you didn't buy this game as a producer at bioware you bought it as a fan of a franchise what happened when your mom's cooked some shit you didn't like Yo, mom, the beans are off the hook as well as the macaroni, but goddamn, the steak is terrible. You gotta get hit in the face. Her response: Well, then I guess your ass ain't eating, little nigglet. Art is subjective, <laughs> so let the let these game makers cook. I know it's so. I agree, man. She might she, she like how people write us and tell us how to do the podcast. Well, don't you think someone might get offended? Yes. Now, now suck my dick and get out of here. I just <laughs> I don't care about that shit. I do you think I, I made it this way on purpose? Um, let's see. Would you seriously date someone who dated one of your friends in the past? Was the poll for the last latest episode, episode three hundred, the glass ceiling of evil? Mm-hmm. Um, and we didn't have any comments, but the uh, actual poll was uh, yes, I would. You know, you would date one someone that your friend that dated in the past. Uh, what does that have to do with us now? Thirty three percent, yes. So it just be me and you against the world, right? Mm-hmm. Um. Or no, they're off limits. Sixty-seven percent of people said no, uh, they're off limits, and I really do think it's a cultural thing. Yeah, I, I, I do too. Because like, I, and, and back to the statement at hand is a lot of it is just a huge, huge, huge double standard when it comes to women. Yeah, it's like I want my woman, but I don't want her fucking nobody else. I, but well, yeah. Yeah, guess what? Women like sex, and women fuck too. That that it's it's something. Also, there's this idea that if you have sex with a woman, there's like this ownership, like. She's yours forever. Like, you can just, like, put up the dick back signal and she got to come back no, no matter what she's doing. Like, there's just this idea. A lot of men have that idea that, like, I fucked this chick once and turn on the dick back signal and she'll just be like, oh, no, I have to go, husband and kids, and, and just and, and, fly across town and, you and, know what? and fuck you. And, and, and back to it, it's, a lot of it is very, a lot of men and women themselves don't respect women and their sexuality and they right. don't respect the fact that women can make logical decisions and yeah. it's very insulting to women that say well yeah i fuck you yeah i'm having sex with your friend but i don't want you no more it's like she can't make that choice but a dude has the right to make that choice yeah. and it's okay but when a woman makes that choice because you know men get heartbroken well she's a whore she's a slut well then what about you what, yeah. what, what well also i will say in our an issue of fairness a lot more people assume that men can't turn down sex than I think women. You know what I'm saying? True. Like I just think it's uh like there's this idea that well she had sex with another dude, uh there's no way she could do that and not still have some type of great emotional attachment because that's the kind of shit that we believe and I and I think that that's what has a lot of people hung up. Yes, it does. Uh but also, you know, in all fairness, dudes get caught with a lot of like if she offers some pussy, he is fucking. It don't matter what the situation is. <laughs> there is no possible way, unless you are gay, pussy is going to run your life. It's just that's like, that's you not know, so. That doesn't have to be true either. No, it but, doesn't. Uh, but yeah, I agree with you, though. I, I do think that uh, the misrepresentation of female sexuality and mm-hmm. like how they, uh, you know, how their ability to handle sex without emotions or their ability to just have sex and... What, don't want and, nothing attached yeah, or to have it. or have a relationship and move on if people just in black culture anyway it does seem like we just like throw that out in this it's just weird i don't know i don't know it's just weird that there's such a big difference because mm-hmm. my white friends don't give a fuck no honey they all fuck each other yeah we went to uh like there was um a wedding that actually it wasn't one of the ones we went to but uh there was a wedding where they were the one of the running jokes was that the the bride had fucked like seven other dudes there 
And everybody joked about it and kept it pushing. Yeah, they kept it pushing. Nobody was like, that marriage ain't going to last. Or, yeah, I, I could fuck that bitch anytime I want. Everybody was kind of like, yeah, so she went through a lot of the dudes, and then she getting married to this other dude. Congratulations. Yep, here's my gift. And I was like, I love these white people. Yes. Man, white people are magnificent, man. I ain't saying they better than us, but get you some white friends. There's nothing wrong with other cultural perspectives no, it's on not. life. It's said that again. People. And it opens up a brand new window. World, yeah. I clear. We got white friends. I at first I didn't know what was going on. I was like, oh, oh, world, learned, we I'm can learned, do this. Learned a lot from these white people. Yes. A Dub level comedy says, depending on how deep the relationship was, dictates whether you should even mess with her. But I can't wife up someone that smashed the homies. My name ain't Ray J. So, yeah, and A-Dub is black, so maybe that's it, man. Because, I, I mean, even, like, like I think there's a certain level of, like, closeness, maybe, where you could be like, okay, you know, this y'all was married for 12 years or some shit. Like, I, I, I could get that. But, but dating, that's but a whole like, other story. People date. People fuck. It's not serious all the time, man. No, it's not. Uh, all right, so we got uh, the emails, which is the last thing that we uh, have for the show. Um and of course, don't forget that uh, while Professor LCH did email, if she doesn't call in, Chills boycotting the show. So Aww. Chills never calling back. Professor it's, LCH, uh, Professor I don't LCH know if you listening live, but baby, you need to call for the next show. Yeah. Um. So episode two ninety nine, working while black, quote unquote, uh, or in parentheses, angry gamers from Tim. He says, "Hey, what's up?" Just started listening to your podcast, and I'm really loving hearing you guys. Heard you guys live last week and love the chat room participation you guys have. It's all about clowning, trying to say the most racist thing. <laughs> uh, that's, that's what our chat room has become. Yes. Anyways, just wanted to follow up with you um, when you were talking about Angry Gamers. If you want, really want to see what some true angry gamer clown, some true angry gamer clowning, you have to look up Online Gamer on YouTube. Uh, anyways, love the show and keep up the clowning as usual. Um, so I don't, I, I'll have to check that link out later because I didn't check it before the show, so I don't know if if, if it's funny or not. But yeah, y'all yeah. check out online gamer on YouTube. Uh, Malcolm Edge Comb says no Vaseline. Oh, yo, they just played the old Ice Cube joint on AOL Radio this morning. Man, Cube went hard on them fools. How nobody died back then is beyond me. That was some serious beef. I don't remember how they squashed it. Do you? Uh, I don't know. Was that one the Farrakhan had to get involved with? He was like the beef squasher back in the day. <laughs> yes, he was. Like, niggas wasn't even Muslim. It was just like, come on in, son. Let's talk about this. Yes. Anyway, I think you struck gold with the new feedback show format. Some other themes, well, that's not uh, the f- new format. We're not doing that all the time. You know how much work that would be? <laughs> How long that shit took to, to fucking get that list together? Yeah, we did songs. a lot of prepping. We will do them more often, yeah, but we'll not do, every show. We will do it again, but it is definitely not the format. No. Uh, some other things y'all could have: old school rap, party starters, blue eyed soul, dirty south, booty shaking jams. As usual, love the show. Peace. Um. All right. Yeah. I don't know if that's what we'll be doing or not. Uh, but we do have some ideas for some more, y'all. Yes, so we do. We're definitely, we're definitely gonna do it again. I, I promise. And next time we'll give you guys more notice. Um, cause last time we came up, we decided to do it at the last, last second. Minute, we yes. had, I had the idea for a couple of weeks, but then the, the actual, it, like, should we just fucking do it? Cause I couldn't think of a way to do it on a regular show. And I was like, oh, the feedback show would be perfect for this. So we did it. Hey, uh, from the official cheese eater of the podcast, Rachel. Rachel! 
listening to episode 297 here and you bring up Allen Iverson and how many minutes he actually played. I have never really watched a lot of basketball, but back in the early 2000s, I had a boyfriend who watched every single sport, football, baseball, basketball, hockey, golf, all of them, except bat- badminton, tennis. <laughs> I didn't see anything in there about volleyball, but okay. Swimming. Yeah. Uh, where's lacrosse? She said, but I actually watch basketball with them, and I enjoy football and baseball, so I definitely watch those. And Allen Iverson was my favorite player. Now I'm a girl. <laughs> she, said, she said that. Rachel, Rachel said that like we never seen her before. Now I'm a girl. Just, just so y'all know. Just, just so y'all know. In case you haven't seen these titties on, uh, on, uh, on Twitter enough. <laughs> Uh, so I'm going to use that as my excuse, but Allen Iverson was very energetic. He was all over. Yeah. My favorite player by far. Okay. Enough total, totally randomness back to the show. Keep up the great work y'all. So yeah. Thank you. I, I used to like, uh, watch AI. He was a guy I learned to respect. Cause at first, when I first saw him, I was like, eh, this nigga shoots too much and he's short. <laughs> oh, oh, he passed well, the he, ball, he, buddy. He, he run and give them the business. So I saw him in person. It was really when I was like, God damn, this is just a athlete. You can't even copy the uh, how mm-hmm. good he is. He run up against a brick wall, looked that brick wall in the face, say "fuck you, nigga," and push it down. Yeah, he was crazy. He, he used to take a beating. Yes, he did. It was honestly, you can't appreciate Allen Iverson until you watch a game where he. Well, you are not watching the cameras. You're not watching TV, but you're literally just watching him. And mm-hmm. you're just like, how is he doing this? And he constantly picking himself up off the ground. The fastest dude on the court stays getting fucked up. And all he do is just keep Get- getting up and, and scoring. Yes. Uh, Operation Cubicle episode. Jay wrote in. She said, I'm listening to Operation Cubicle episode. And as a cubicle negress myself, I am totally re- relating. I am loving this just as much as I love crispy chicken. <laughs> smiley face <laughs> i also will be leaving a voicemail in regard to sexual harassment office weirdo story and befriending other black people in the office and she never sent my voicemail damn it get on it she said one thing i really liked about the simpin episode is that you didn't just play music and leave us for dead you did the commentary breaking it down as you went along i remember player hater and i think mr moody did an episode of just music and i sat there thinking if i wanted to listen to a playlist i would just listen to my own I always exceeded my expectations, guys. One more thing. Uh, she went to Keith and the Girl 415 show and met DeAndre. We both listened to Keith and the Girl. Cool. And she said it was cool putting a face with all that drama. And I said, was he able to speak good English? Because those, <laughs> those emails yes. he wrote were pretty bad. She said, surprisingly, he was quite coherent. And I said, that is surprising. Yes. <laughs> those emails were terrible. <laughs> we wrote that shit, man. Um but uh yeah as far as the sipping and talking over the music yeah that was a big part of it i didn't want to just play music i wanted to explain what it was we'll do that also when we do the other genres of music that we're going to get to and yeah i'm not a big fan of music on podcasts in general like i typically skip people's music if you put music on your show uh no matter how big a fan i am i will skip that shit because it's like i want to hear your opinion not fucking music unless music is integral to what, what you're, you're doing, doing on the show yeah. then i'm probably gonna skip it you know but you know obviously keep doing your show the way you want to but i can only speak for myself as a fan i, I like if you do like hey this is so-and-so radio and all i hear is music i probably will skip it because i'm like i got these songs on my ipod um rachel says you just read that one. Oh shit did i delete the wrong rachel email oh you better Lord. go you better go back and get Sweet rachel's Lord other Jesus. email Oh, oh. We got to find your email, Rachel. Technical dif- difficulties, y'all. Just bear with me for a second. 
But um, <laughs> can't have can't have that fish and cheesy to mad at you, dog. Yeah, I, I'm we definitely gonna get that uh get that email going. That was that was a, a mistake. If I, I thought she emailed us twice, and somehow I lost the fucking email. No, what has happened? <laughs> it's not even in the trash. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Did it go to the empty bin? Recycle bin? I don't know. Hey, you think if I hit uh back enough times it'll it, just come back? It should. Mm, let's see. Oh, okay, here it is. Oh my god, guys, I'm listening to episode two ninety nine, the story of the cop jerking off in his patrol car on tape. <laughs> oh my god, I'm crying. Oh yeah, baby, you have big beautiful breast. And was his <laughs> was his number really sixty nine? Laugh my fucking ass off, laugh my fucking ass off. And of course he was a big fat bald white guy, guess the race. By the way, congrats on episode three hundred. Thank you. Wow. Podcast almost fell apart. <laughs> Just, I couldn't find an email. <laughs> I said, find an email, son. The <laughs> uh, Frano wrote in, I like my bologna fried hard. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> what, what up, seven star Rod and nine and two thirds star Karen? <laughs> it's been a minute since I've sent an email, so I thought I'd check in. I was listening to episode 299, Working While Black, and just wanted to give y'all a heads up type of feedback. Sorry for any typos, run-ons, and whatever the fuck. I'm writing directly in reference to when y'all are talking about browsing the internet and shit at work. Well, if you give a shit, I just want to let you know a little something-something. Uh-oh. When it comes to your average parents, your nosy significant others, and lower-tier IT personnel, deleting your browser history, clearing your cache, and even deleting temporary internet files will work to keep motherfuckers out your shit. But for many businesses, it's not even... Oh, actually, we got a call coming in. Yes, we answers. do. Yo, you're well, on with the blackout tips. tips. Hey, what's up, Ryder Care, man? It's Free Will, man. What up, How Will? How you doing? Hey, I was trying to see... I ain't called the show yet because I'm at work. I was trying to see if y'all... Y'all gave info about that app to run it off the phone. Oh, it was called like On Live, I believe, mm-hmm. is what it's called On Live. Uh, and I, I guess it works on the iPad. I don't know if it, it works, works on, on the iPhone. iPhone. We're not sure yet, but yeah. they say it works on the iPad. Oh, uh, okay then. So search but for that. You, in you the can app store. test it to see because it might. Okay, yeah, I'll try that out then. Appreciate y'all. No problem. Well, no man. problem, Baze. If we find anything else, we'll let you know because we have our phones too. All right. All right. Anything else, Will? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> All right, Will, man. Well, I know you're getting chased by that dog, man. Just be careful, dog. All right. All right, peace. What the hell is he? Robbing somebody or something? <laughs> Hope that dog don't bite him. Feed yeah. that dog, son. Um, so let's see what he said. Uh, well, if you give a shit, I just want to let you know a little something, something. When it comes to your average parents, okay, yeah, yeah, I got that. Um, but for many businesses, it's not even your actual computer that's providing the information. It's the domain controller and whatever firewall your company uses. They document internet uses and bitrate activity for particular IP, for your particular IP address. Okay. I work for the Department of Transportation and my official title is Network Security Manager. I know every single website, music, video stream, social media, and email that every single person in my company visits or sends. Damn. Of course, there's way too many motherfuckers working here for me to give a shit, and I'm kind of ratchet, so I could care less, but everybody ain't me. I know unless your particular company uses outside consultants, there's one of me at every major business. That is a fact. On any given day, if the white coats, that's what I call executives, ask me for some dirt on just about anybody in my division, the shit is here. Niggas be wondering why I be side-eyeing their asses when they come in my office, ah! or when I pass them down walking down the hall. It's because I see the ratchet shit they be writing. 
so they see I wonder if when he says he sees what they write, like I wonder if that means like he can see like every tweet somebody sends uh-huh. or yeah. if somebody is doing instant messaging in G chat, can he see that? That stuff posts because see all that stuff was linked to your IP address like at your house. Right. I, well, I'm asking him because oh, okay. it's a little bit different because like if I chat right now with somebody in my Google chat, like could they read that? Oh. Because it's not actually posted anywhere but I wonder, I don't know. I gotta have an IT show. I'm still gonna yeah, do Yeah, we still, yeah. I'll, yes, we gotta have um, an IT show. But anyway, uh, these white folks is just as ratchet as I am and just as racist as Karen. Well, that's a lot of racism. <laughs> yo, you on with the black guy too. Yo, up? yo. Hey, what's going on, Ron? Karen is classic. What up, How classic? you doing, babe? Pretty good, pretty good. Uh, I was in the uh, queue for the video question, but uh, yeah, I, I kept it connected. And, you know, I'm sure y'all don't want to see my pretty face today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, what you, what you want to uh, say, man? Um, uh, yeah, about the, uh, IP address thing, uh, I mean, I'm not real tech savvy, I mean, but I've been in corporate for a while, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, for what, what I understand, first off, make friends with your IT guy at work, wherever you are, it don't matter if you're working at the, you know, at, at, at McDonald's, if they got to check an IT person, make, make friends with them, uh, cause that will save your ass on a few occasions. I did ask that, I was like, do y'all, do y'all be looking at the server logs and checking and deep? They're like, nah, the company's too big, and we don't need to know everyone's business, whatever. But what we do do is we will pull that up if, say, legal or somebody asks us for that. Mm. And that's that's kind of how it goes. They, they will, you know, if you get involved in some shit like, uh, you know, the SEC or insider trading or just something like that, and it depends on your company. If it's the federal government, I right. say just don't do it, period. But, you know, if you get involved in some other shit or you make a claim against the company, and it's about like you know wrongful termination or something. Then they go, well, hey, let's see, you know, what you can do in here at the job, and you know they can use that against you, or they can just use that to determine certain things in investigation. Mm. So uh, I would say keep your nose clean on both aspects. So, I mean, you know, that's just uh, that's just the general rule of thumb. Okay, all um, right. Well, I guess I'll stay yeah. off uh, tentacleporn.com, man. It's, you better. I guess I should have <laughs> should have been off of that already. There it is, man. Um, I do have a nomination for the uh, for the Dirty Napkin uh, anthem. So if you yeah. uh, get to that show, mm-hmm. um, if you remember, uh, Raheem from Juice had a single called uh, "Does Your Man Know About Me" on the uh, soundtrack to the Juice movie Juice. Yeah, Does your yeah, man it was like know a rap piano song, and you know, I think it, I think that would be perfect because all right. he's just there asking an old girl, you know. So anyway, all right. that's all I got. All right, man, peace, classic. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I had to vet that, you know. I always got to check the music, make sure it's right. But that sounds like some dirty macking from the title. Yes, it does. Uh, so just as racist as Karen, I know that women in accounting are avid dick print watchers. Ah! I know that the only two niggas in the building with dreads are both gay. I know that the gigantic lady in the wheelchair gets pissed when other people use the handicapped bathroom with the supersized toilet. I'm just saying. <laughs> Watch what you do at work. Just because niggas ain't saying nothing about you visiting world star hip hop at work doesn't mean they don't know. That's true. For many people, this is just a bunch of blah 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 bullshit talk. But the bottom line is this: when your ass gets called in the manager's office and you mm-hmm. see you see that fat ass HR lady standing in the corner, remember you've been warned by Delfrano, the dream killer. What up, chill? Bam! I know it's so, dog. Yeah. All right. Well, that makes sense to me. I I always assume they track your shit though. I just didn't me know how much they could. Too. Like I said, I. To what degree? Like if, they, if I type a Word document and save it on my uh, portable disk drive, can they read that? 
okay. shit like that, you know? Yeah, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. Uh, Working Wild Black, Professor LCH writes in, Greeting Roger Karen, I rebuke the story regarding my Smilodon sister across the pond. That is all. You know who. Let's talk about that white woman, that German woman that, that trapped that dude up in there and was like, Mm-mm, not till, not till I come. Not till I'm satisfied. And then the cops came. She was like, and y'all need to get some too or come get his ass. <laughs> yes. Comments in general from Tanisha. She says, God damn you riding Karen. <laughs> you cussed out. That's a, that's a first. I can't listen to any of my favorite eighties R and B without hearing all the sipping in it now. Is it so bad to want to be ignorant of simping and just enjoy my music? <laughs> of course you like it. It's all... Yes. I like know, a lot of that simping-ass music, too. First of all, a lot of simping music is good. But yes. then secondly, a lot of that shit is like, women is the greatest, you know? Ever. So, I wanna yes. Just, I want to buy all your shit for you and just make yes. love all night to you. And, and I, you don't Who have to like do anything. That? You don't even have to work. Of course mm-hmm. you like it. Yes. You know, I'm sure there was a song, like I said, if there was songs for just, you know, suck your dick and make you a sandwich. That'd be the number one seller. While you play video games, I would be like, that's the shit, man. I don't know why y'all don't like them girls. Those girls are good. Anyway, I'm over here, man, in my business listening to Pandora, and I hear high fives, can't wait another minute. I had to stop working and really listen after I heard this fool say, I don't, I know I don't know you that well. Seriously, dude, you don't know her this heifer, but you can't wait another minute for her love? How you know she ain't crazy? Gabby sigh. <sighs> now, I do wonder, though, because I don't think that that song is simping. I think that is just about a really, really horny person. And he's just trying to fuck. Now, <laughs> if you really want to get into it, that song was written by a penis. That, that, <laughs> that is, written and produced. That song is written. If you look the penis the, made the beats. Yeah, written and produced by dick. Because that is... <laughs> A dick is not your friend situation. I hear no line about protection. Mm-mm. I just heard you just met this lady and you are trying to go up in it. Yes, sir. Um, on another note, I recall Karen mentioning that she does Zumba. Yes. So I know she'd appreciate this story. My job offers Zumba for free twice a week, and we generally have about six to eight people in class. Well, as you know, Karen, some of the moves in Zumba can be on the level of so you think you can dance. Yes. Where no one can follow the moves unless you are Beyonce. Say that again. One of the VPs, older white lady who works with us, takes the class. And let me just say, compared to her, I can dance back up for Beyonce. I don't think I've ever seen anyone so uncoordinated in my life other than a three-year-old. We go right, she goes left. You know how it is. <laughs> oh, yes, I do. I do that shit in my step class. It's hilarious. She's so bad that one of her direct reports, another older white lady who also takes class with us, secretly tell, calls her T-Rex. Because, <laughs> because she does every move with her elbows close to her body and her arms flap around like a T-Rex. <laughs> Now, I know better than to come out my mouth with anything negative concerning any of the higher-ups in front of people. Um, but that's the white privilege, I guess. But funny things about it about it is that even though the VP is not very coordinated, she actually enjoys the class. If she knows I'm on a conference call with her, she, at the end, she always tries to squeeze in a question about how fun Zumba is. Do you think that's her way of trying to connect to the little people? Yes. Now that I think about it, she's responsible for adding a second class during the week. Maybe in her mind, she's Paula Abdul. Yes, she is. Well, as long as she's uh, getting that second class added for you, man, more t- more power to uh, it. Right? I know it's so. As always, keep up the great work, guys. I always enjoy your shows, even if I don't agree with you or your guest or your guest comments. I appreciate all the thoughts shared on the show, even Justin's. 
uh yeah i don't think it's possible to agree with all the shit we say no i don't think it no. is hey that's shit that i listen back to the show and i'll be like damn that's what i believe huh that is pretty right. yes it is because it's not like i listen to it and disagree i just listen and be like yeah i said that and then i guess i do feel that way <laughs> um p.s to all the asshats who complain that the show is too long do you not have a pause button on your ipod or mp3 player Pause that shit and come back later. There are many days that I can't even get through a whole show because I have meetings to go to or people stopping by my desk to chat. Although it pains me not to be able to play a show all the way through, at least I have something to listen to during my evening walk or while I cook dinner. Yay. Yeah, I'll listen to stuff while I cook dinner sometimes, too. I don't yes, know who these people I are. I stop and pause shit in a heartbeat. Naruto the Simp. Uh-oh. From Alfonso, uh, a.k.a. Al Carton Jr., after all this time you've been watching Naruto, can we admit that Naruto is a simp for Sasuke? <laughs> this nigga goes on all the time about why he needs to save Sasuke and the Leaf Village. And Sasuke himself have told, has told him he, he won't be coming back anytime soon. <laughs> that is Na- true. Naruto doing the most for somebody who doesn't give a fuck about him. That's a simp in my book. Good show, you guys. P.S. I got my safe shirt and I'm looking for my white people, but I realize I'm in Detroit. Ain't shit around here. Time to hit the suburbs, nigga. Man, you better go find that white girl that won that lottery. Uh-huh. Take a picture with her. Yeah, take that picture. But yeah, Naruto's definitely sipping for Sasuke. Yeah. Uh, even though it's not a romantic relationship, I don't think. No, I hope not. I don't know. He does have that sexy jutsu. Mm-hmm. Sean Matabo writes, Think Like a Man movie review. Then he says, sorry, couldn't resist the title. <laughs> hey there, first, I almost deleted this shit, by the way. But hey there, first time, <laughs> I saw that title, I was like, think like a man, delete? Hey there, first time writing it, maybe the last, depending on how stupid I think I sound when you read this, but damn, your show is the shit. Ever since I heard you on the Evening Jones, I knew I had to find your podcast because I was laughing my ass off at everything you were saying. Needless to say, I found your podcast on iTunes and was quickly disappointed because I thought you did a sports podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know so many people probably like, when is this nigga going to talk about, about the sports? Games? <laughs> what about the games from what last about night? LeBron? 76 is played. I don't understand this. He calling the bowl show all the time. He never talks about basketball wise with bowl. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Well, the disappointment didn't last. I found myself quickly rolling on the floor laughing my ass off at the batshit crazy stories and your own personal mishaps using Google to put out a grill fire and sword ratchetness. I got a, I quickly found myself following you and Karen. Hi, Karen. Raising sweet tea vodka. What's up, dog? On Twitter. And you may know me as S-M-U-F-A-R-O. Uh, yay, self-promotion. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. Because I only reply back to you when you're watching Spartacus, Naruto, Walking Dead, or when you're just express, just expressing, yeah, this dude always hits me up like, watching the next Spartacus. It's like he just want me to live tweet shit constantly. <laughs> like, nigga, I, I, I'm in the bathroom. <laughs> Put that shit back on Naruto. Why are you stopping it? <laughs> I want to hear what you got to say. Yeah. I'm like, I think I'll go make me a sandwich. No, it's getting to the good part. <laughs> Where you going? <laughs> See, they almost free. They almost free. Don't stop it, Jack. <laughs> what sets you guys what sets you guys apart from most is that you actually reply back, which is awesome. Speaking of Spartacus, the latest latest season latest season was crazy. Am I the only one who thought Lucretia was just pretending to be crazy? Yes. I did too, man. She did she turned out to be really crazy crazy. 
I was like, oh, oh, it wasn't an act. <laughs> you did believe all them gods and all that shit. Uh, apparently that bitch really was crazy because she, what she did at the end was just yikes, man. And yes, you were right. Any chick that gets involved with Spartacus immediately gets killed. It's sad, but true. If this email is getting too long, I understand if you stop reading, but I just have so much to say. Well, then don't type that sentence. <laughs> because <laughs> we're gonna read it yeah i could just keep going i don't understand why the old black man the only black man in the walking dead has to be portrayed by t-dog he's such a bitch on the show in the comics however which you should have read if you have the you should read if you had a chance I, oh we, I read, we own we it him. yes oh, we are current yes very current the first black guy is tyrese and no not the no talent book writing simp song singing black as cold tyrese you hate in real life Mm-mm. yeah i don't hate him because he's dark though but um, I'll say uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tyrese in the book is one of my favorite characters of all time. Yes, he is. Uh, he is actually a Banff who kills uh zombies with a hammer. Also, you keep uh wondering why people love swords. Michonne is the reason. No, niggas love swords way before Michonne was Michonne around in the e- evil in the uh, medieval ages. <laughs> right. Michonne is the reason. Probably Ichigo too. Ichigo's from Bleach. Yeah. Uh, you're way behind on your Naruto watching. You need to catch up. What I tell you, see? <laughs> you know, I can't get a minute. Can I play a video game? Is that okay, sir? I'm trying to run a podcasting empire from, from my spare from bedroom. bedroom. <laughs> I love the Water pist- Pistol Pete episode. Well, you think that episode just put itself together? No, nigga, I do research. <laughs> can't be live. You know what? I'm just going to live tweet Naruto and then do a half-ass show tomorrow and be like, oh, well, no, you, you got what you want, dog. Mm-hmm. Well, y'all want to, I'm just going to start the show. Well, what do y'all want to talk about? We're going to have some issues, <laughs> sir. Do you have any, do you have any, anything to say about, nah, I didn't, I didn't read the article. I don't know. <laughs> I will put my hand in cover. That show's over. Click, click. All uh, right. I love the Water Pistol Pete episode. I really think you should think about doing a segment for sports because you're hilarious when you analyze analysts in sports. Maybe talk about about what Ryan Clark did to skip this week. More Westbrook versus CP3? I don't know, man. Throw a sports fans a bone or something. <laughs> Anyways, love your show, guys. Keep doing big things. Well, all right. Here's the thing. I'm, I'm, I, I like talking about sports, but I, I'll talk yes, about it do. from a perspective that it's probably not the same as what you hear everywhere else, right? Nope. Because um, I don't really think of sports the way that people think of them like, yes we don't come at it from an angry aspect but here's the thing um we do a show on saturday it's called a feedback show if you have something sports related that comes up in the week and it falls through the cracks mm-hmm. um hit hit me up um we'll talk about we'll, it we'll, yeah we'll talk about it there or um you can also uh you know sometimes i'm a guest on other people's podcasts like this week i was on filling the lanes mm-hmm. and i'll put a link up to that today for the guest spots and uh, i talked about a lot of sports stuff with them man i had a good time um and uh you guys should be able to check it out man i'm gonna do my best to try to get on other people's sports podcasts i think i was on the adjective j show yes we were so that people can hear me talk about sports because i know especially people that find out about me from bomani jones show yeah i like oh man i really want to hear him talk about sports all the time but i can't always call bo because the schedules yes um, and uh and also you know running a uh, i'm not trying to make the show five hours long doing sports too you know like i already feel like, <laughs> like this if we get paid yes but right now no yeah, i already feel like black podcasts are over it uh, oh just over too much sports in our shit like it's just too much like who isn't talking about sports all the time and i just want to just talk about regular shit man like yeah, porn yeah, and just... swords <laughs> yet again professor lch writes in 
Rod invites certain men onto the show to make himself look better. <laughs> yeah, that's what I would, that's what I do. Yes. So sorry for this late email, but I'm just listening to the last bits of episode 300, the glass ceiling of evil. All I can say is thank you, Rod, for his, thank you to Rod for his spot on pithy explanation of why a number of black women feel injury and insult regarding what increasing numbers of not only the media, but also certain higher or high profile black, black, e.g. comedians and now apparently podcasters, men insult black women by who by all measures of what's good and right in America are doing well i.e. aren't living off of anyone or anything other than their own hard work and efforts. Yeah, I agree with that. I think, uh, yeah, I just, I just want to know, like, look around you. Are these the women in your life? And why aren't you ever talking about them? That's all I want to know. Like, why are we always concentrating on the most negative traits of black women? And that's, and that's just acceptable and that's cool. Because I just yeah. don't know these women. And, and then the thing is that you do that, then they're not supposed to get mad. They're not supposed to backlash. Yeah. They're not supposed to say anything. And people say, well, it don't apply to you. But you're actually grouping us all in the same group. Now, there are some shit that's funny that black women do that I do laugh at. Don't get me wrong, because yeah. there's nothing well, wrong because it's funny. Right. But it's the difference between that and just bashing and insulting and 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 going against character and all that stuff which is completely completely different yeah and i don't want to um yeah i'm not trying to i don't want to be this overly politically correct but i'm Mm -hmm. not even saying that no like i I, you know i listen i laugh at me i listen to the same music as y'all i i think there's plenty of jokes that can be funny but some shit isn't a joke just being Mm -hmm. like i'm gonna give me a white woman it's not a fucking joke actually and if it is a joke it's just tired and fucking commonplace like that was my problem with the one of my problems with uh kevin hart was that joke ain't funny no it's not and like if you think it's funny it's not actually come well if you think it's funny you got a low bar from funny yes or or it's coming more from a like I agree with that type of laugh. It's not coming from an actual, like, I've never heard that before. You've never heard the, a black man get a white girl joke. Every, that shit is everywhere. Yes, it is. It's so old that it's not funny. Uh, yeah, say that like, again. He might, he might as well have did the next comic strip. White people walk like this. Black people walk like this. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> get the fuck out of here, Let man. me get my soft shoe on. Like, I don't know. Kevin Hart just ain't that funny. Anymore. Nope. Anyway, again, um, oh, query. Think and look around the world. She's saying query, like question or whatever think and look around the world what other group of men has such a vocal population complaining about women unreal yeah you know what's funny it's not just black men that's what's funny to me like the shit is just everybody mm-hmm. like the dude that wrote that psychology today piece he wasn't black Mm-mm. like it's become acceptable to and then we wonder when you see these outside of the race attacks on, on your women where it's coming from. Nigga, it's coming from you. Cause you're not gonna say shit and you're only gonna, only time you're gonna say shit is to join in or whatever. And somebody else outside can come in and say the same shit and you're gonna sit up there and start co-signing cause you put yourself in a situation where it's like, this is the new truth. But I, I just think it's fucked up, man. I just think it's fucked up. It's not, and it, I don't think it's funny. And I don't get why, I, like, I, maybe dudes just stay single so long that, they're running into a lot of negativity out there, you know, dating. And so those become the archetypes that they see women through. Like, well, I'm, I've been single. So these are my nitpicky things I don't like about women. And I only really date black women. So technically I'm only going to be talking about them, you know, but I just, I don't, I don't know, man. I'm glad I wasn't single long enough for, for 
dating to become a war between me and black women because that's just so fucking wrong to me um and i think we need to break the cycle yes sir again thank you rod you not only get it but you refute it and rebuke it you aren't being fake or political either uh don't think i <laughs> don't think i missed it when rich prado oh and don't think i missed it when rich prado yeah i noticed this too said that he was offended yeah because k-bad uh was like i was like saying that black women should be offended and rich was like i'm offended and he was a white dude mm-hmm. he went beyond your question and didn't answer whether black women were offended by this latest stupidity he was offended this sir is probably the reason if i had to narrow it down to one thank goodness i don't as there are many i continue to ride with the black guy who tips i won't support those who specifically and pathologically hate dislike denigrate and demonize me or those like me nor will I support those who talk the talk but walk otherwise. No, thank you. I know so. So as much as I pay attention to the black guy who took suggestions and I check out his guest efforts for the first time, I'm afraid I must decline. Yeah, because there's a segment on um, Hot Firestarter, the uh, single black women put on notice that I don't think Fess LCH will make it through. Because she would probably have to kill them dudes. Professor <laughs> 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 LCH, P.S. On another subject, it was kind of a good week for your official uh, smile of dawn. One day, six months from now, per Rich Prado's guest spot, maybe you'll invite me to explain the ways of my species and its prey. Oh, oh, you are more than welcome, welcome to, come to come on the show. Oh, yeah, we got to get you on, honey. You better call. Yeah. Because uh, we, can, we can't have you abandoning the show. Yeah. I am not happy with this at all. You are more than welcome to come on. We will shit, get you we, on. Shit, we will get you on. Yes. You all ain't got to right. wait six months. Last email um, from Shamil. My, why my big brother is the best big brother ever. Oh. Shamil is five years old. And that's, that's not. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. I was like, what the fuck are you doing listening to our show? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> but that does sound like the title that like a five-year-old would write on this book report or something. Yes. Anyway, hello Rod and Karen. My name is Shamil, and I've been a I've been a fan of your show for about a year now. You guys are hilarious. You make all my days better thanks to your great sense of humor and your audience. Audience is ridiculously racist and ratchet. Con- <laughs> God damn, they are so racist. <laughs> I'm like I'm oh. flabbergastingly racist. Yes. Like I read their response. Like who even thinks Comes that racist? <laughs> Like this is what listens to our show. You know, I I I knew it, and I think some of them got so good they practice all week long until they can get on to the show. (laughs) They must be coming up with it now, like yes. Like, can you just see like a chalkboard with shit marked through like Gouda Gobbler? Use that already. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Yeah. uh, But I wouldn't be listening to this awesome show if it wasn't for my big brother, Shael. Pronounce oh Shael. You see, one day while on YouTube, I stumbled upon a friend of yours named Dark Hater. I started listening to his podcast and I loved it. So I told my brother about it and he liked it a lot too. A couple weeks after that, my brother told me he heard about a podcast through one of Dark Haters episodes named The Blackout Tips. For weeks and weeks, my brother kept trying to get me to listen to y'all, but I was like, nah, hey, the rise of y'all day, son. <laughs> but then Dark Haters stopped putting out podcasts. So I was like, fuck it, why not? <laughs> Dark, Dark Haters break did help, did, I guess it did help us out. Yes. So, I, although I, I wish he hadn't went on the break, man. I, I still listen to that show. Um, and from the first time I heard Karen's beautiful laugh, I was hooked. Thank so, you. So this is why my big brother is the best big brother ever. To show my gratitude, I bought a mug from you guys a few weeks ago. Instead of nominating myself the official Dominican of the podcast, I would like to name my big brother, Shiel Tavares. 
official big brother of the blackout tips thank, thank you thank you and fuck steve harvey well i'll tell you this yes, much Jamil. we agree with you you won me over with the fuck steve harvey your brother can be the <laughs> official big brother of blackout tips <laughs> yes because i was about to reject that shit like nigga he ain't my brother but then i was like oh well fuck steve harvey you yeah make a, you, you you make a good case, make he, a good he, case. he got the spot <laughs> make a good case for yourself son don't don't, don't ever let anyone tell you not uh tell you otherwise um and uh oh actually we got another um we got another uh email from professor lch LCH, the end of the show for april 28th feedback show no for today oh okay oh wait no fuck it let's read it right now yes we got it oh my god for the very first time i heard a song that was identified as sung by joe occurred just as the former secretary's husband had died I was a new I was new to the office so I gave her all of the sympathy that one could. My neighbor, it was a small town, yo, mentioned this secretary hissing as she said her name. As it turns out, old girl secretary, so professional, quiet, demure, and sweet, dropped her husband in a nursing home. I forgot what his medical deal was, but she left him there waiting for him to die. Well damn. Apparently he used to ask for his wife and pine for her with the staff. One of whom was my friend, a supervisor nurse. I was walking on the track as a local DJ dedicated this old wrong-ass Joe song to my secretary. (laughs) When I made out some of the lyrics, I was puzzled, otherwise known as Clueless, thinking, oh my, this is too soon. (laughs) (laughs) This is too soon. (laughs) On Monday morning, I told her in an effort to cheer her up about what I'd heard. She smiled a tiny, awkward smile and blew it off as as, as a friend trying to be nice little did i know that was my formal introduction to dirty pimping is that what it's called <laughs> p.s wait classic material just called in and corrected me dirty mackin professor lch yeah dirty mackin is what it's called and uh it's going around it's pretty bad guys so yes it is and we will one day have to do a breakdown definitely that's gonna definitely be a one of the music episodes of the show yes but, um, it is thank you to everybody uh for the show uh you know being fans and uh writing in tomorrow's show we have sherry and scar from Scarcast live. live casual conversation haven't talked to them in so long yes um but uh it's good of them to come back man and uh we uh you know We'll be back. Follow us on Twitter at Rodimus Prime. I'll say that again. That is in DAT. The show Twitter is at TBGWT. Um, you can always find us uh, on the, at theblackouttips.com. Donate, subscribe, go to the store, do all that great stuff right there from theblackouttips.com. Um, and we will appreciate that stuff. Leave us comments. You know, Email the show, theblackouttips at gmail.com. Uh, call the show 704-557-0186. Profess LCH. Please leave a voicemail so we you, can get chill back. I, I will be upset I will at you, sick, honey. I will sick the internet on you. Yes. If I do not get my chill back by Saturday. <laughs> I know it's so. I'm, this is not a game. No. I, we will descend upon you like the locust. <laughs> Until you go, <laughs> Until honey. Until I get chill back. Chill is hostage. She held herself hostage. Can't believe she put Professor LCH on the spot like this, but God damn, I need chill back. Yes. Um, but yeah, make sure you guys all handle that business, man. And, um... Oh, also, we're bringing back spoiled uh, reviews. Yes, we are. And we're going to be doing live vocal shows 
every other Wednesday at uh, 9, 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And our guest this week will be uh, People's Critic, man. And, uh, yes. of course, the rest of the Sport Reviews crew will be there. Uh, Brandon and, uh, yes. you know, Kev and Karen yes. and me. So. And, and, and that also, it has its own Facebook, its own Google Plus page. It also has its own Twitter. Uh, Movie Reviews Pod is the Twitter if you want to follow it. Yeah. I thought it was Spoil Reviews Pod. Oh, that's what I meant, Spoil Reviews Pod. My All bad. Right. <laughs> no problem. Um, but yeah, guys, check us out, um, tomorrow at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, so I think that we covered everything. So until next time, love you. You too, baby. Mwah. I'm so happy I found When you're thinking about the past